Let's do this. Oh, JCVD. I like that a lot. <laughs> Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. Woo! This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. Why What's are up, you guys? yelling at us? Dude, he's excited. <laughs> Tro- Troy like we labeled are... everything so. Guys, I'm so excited! Are you not entertained? Dude, you were totally screwing my levels here. <laughs> that entire conversation we had. Oh, everything's fun. He Jake's literally like... spent 30 minutes. Trying... <laughs> <laughs> and then Jake comes Jake in here. Just... Hey everybody! Guys, this is exciting. We're back. <laughs> We're back <laughs> for season two, and we got new. We got, we got, we got, got a new mixing stuff. board, people. We got, a mixing, board. We got a mixing board. Troy is already feverish, feverishly, feverishly writing down. Reese is already times. trying to speak. And it's not working. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> we also got a new producer. His name is Troy. <laughs> this is really hard. He's a, new, he's a nude producer. A nude, a new deucer. A new deucer. Uh, Just turn down the game. It's easy. Uh, yeah, it's super easy, Troy. Um, I can see his. The stress level like <laughs> rising in his eyes. Dude, look at that vein. <laughs> All right, live editing is fun, right? Live editing. Um, so uh, we're not going to go through and do what we've done over the past since last time we met because it's been months. It's been a couple months. It's been a so while. We've kind of done everything: watch movies, played video games, you know, listen to podcasts, um, celebrated Christmas with, celebrated with our families. Christmas, you know, Christmas. who cares though? Let's just get to our show. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> who cares about Christmas? <laughs> Nobody likes their damn wiener kids anyway. Um, what? <laughs> I already got rid of my Who puppy. Are the wiener kids. <laughs> Shh, I gotta go. My damn wiener From kids are listening. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember yeah, that. Of course, Reese won't get a Simpsons quote. Yeah, sorry. Sense. Anyway, but if we call uh, friends, we'll get it. <laughs> Shut remember your mouth Chandler about friends. Said. So we are back here from. Uh, this is. Beginning of 2019. Season two. January. It's season two. And we have decided that our first episode of season two is going to be an award show. For some of the best stuff that happened back in 2018. 18. Way back when. Way back in the day. In the way back machine. And it is award season currently. It is currently award season. There's only one so that really fits. matters, though, and it's ours. Correct. But it's only one that matters, and that's ours. And ours so, matters so hard. This is going to be a two-part special. So you're going to get uh, some awards now, and then you're going to get some awards next time you tune in. Oh. Uh, in about a week. So... The awards we have today, today specifically, we're going to go over a few of them, but we're going to go, um, should we just start? Should we jump in? Yeah, let's, let's just start. Yeah. Let's just start let's and just jump start. in. Yeah. All right. So I think we're, for our first one, 
I was gonna do a drum roll, but uh, don't do it. I think <laughs> half the table. Tro- Troy's, Troy's head might explode. explode. <laughs> Troy, just do it in post. <laughs> okay, just do it in post. <laughs> you hear that drum roll? I also add a yeah. laugh track after everything funny I say. <laughs> See, there it is. After <laughs> I say something funny, add the. I'll take crickets. Okay, so the first first category for our cold bowl. Fumble, fumble, fumble. Audible. The first category. For our Cold Bowl Award show is the best moment or scene. So, best moment or, or scene or sequence or sequence. Yeah. Right. Okay. Shall I start? Uh, I think we got Reese. Reese is our presenter for this. Uh, for this. Okay. Okie dokie. So the best moment or sequence or scene, as Jake said. Uh, first, we have the snap. Oh boy, the snap. I believe that's a Chris. That was my pick. It's a Chris special. Let's hear it, Chris. Chris pick. Oh, you want me to talk about it now? Yeah, Yeah, talk about it. Just briefly talk about it. Um, I picked that moment ultimately because when I thought about best moment or sequence of 2018, I thought about the one that is like kind of awed me the most. And I'm pretty sure my jaw was on the floor that entire sequence. Like, I don't feel like so I can't good. believe they, they did that. Salt and pepper away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, Whoa. wait, you're saying the the scene that awed you the most was the snap and not Chris Pine's dick? Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. It was hey, now is not the time to argue. Oh, sorry, I said penis. <laughs> penis. Um, yeah, it was uh, the snap. I don't remember back. Chris Pine's dick and Chris Avengers. Pine, not Chris Pratt. Uh, Chris I, don't, Pine. I don't remember Chris Pine's the Outlaw dick King. in Avengers. The Outlaw King. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Was, talk about that Pine. wasn't Avengers. <clears throat> so let's talk about the snap. What's uh No, it was I dude. Like when every person started that the different people that started disappearing. Yeah. It was like oh, dude, uh, as, as soon as you see like two or three, you realize what's happening. It's like, oh crap, who who's going next? I think, and then you start racing through your brain like I, who's gonna go next? If I recall correctly, I think uh Winter Soldier was the first one to kinda He's all cap, and he turns around like, uh-huh. yeah. and the ashes away, and you're like, "What yeah. the hell was that?" Yeah, I, you don't then, realize, uh, and then you realize, Panther. and then Groot goes, and you're like, "Oh no!" Well, and then the weight of it all, like as well, when you realize this is happening everywhere, everywhere. all and, over the universe, and I think there's going to be lots universe. and lots of spoilers. FYI, <laughs> this is a recap of the year, especially this particular <laughs> one. We're going to spoil some stuff, but if you don't know what happened in this, you're living under a rock. But I saw this, I saw this movie with Jake. And as everyone's slowly dying one on a time, my jaw is just on the floor. I look over at Jake Gifford and he's bawling. <laughs> he has tears streaming down his well, face. They like because that's really how attached tugged. we are to these characters. Listen, now. when Groot is like saying "dad,", Dad. basically uh-huh. as he's dying, which has then, been confirmed by the way, and then that that's Spider- what he was saying. Do you guys know that this is Groot's son? It's not the original Groot. What the original Groot died, and this is his son. What I didn't realize that I thought it was just. Does him, he not have the like, same consciousness? Like he doesn't remember it's his son. That's why do they still call him Groot then? That's his because all they can say is I am Groot. Literally says I am Groot. What else are you gonna call him? (laughs) But I wonder (laughs) if the man's wish. But I wonder if they named him something else. If he just said something different. If if all he says is I am Groot, are you gonna name him Fred? I am Jason. (laughs) I don't know. I am Steve Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great Um, moment. (laughs) No, yeah, Spider Man's death was that made me cry. Spider Man's death made me cry. I know Chris cheered, but I. I, <laughs> I was, yes. hey, all the, good joke, Reese. All the 
Thanks. <laughs> All the guardians win except for the raccoon. Like it was that sucked. Yeah, it was yeah, rough, that was a man. Bummer. When Peter Quill is like, oh man, because he knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's. Well, and, uh, I've, and I've heard uh, from interviews and stuff that uh, Spider Man's death. Uh, what's the actor's name? Tom, Tom, Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland. He he kind of improvised the. Um, I don't the, feel so good. Yeah, and grabbing on to. Um, Tony. Tony and stuff. He's like, oh my goodness, he, he really. Well, that was nice. Well, they, they talk about his how his spider sense yeah. let him know yeah. that yeah. it was coming before it came. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and that that literally That's, ripped my heart. Yeah, out. Exactly. He's a kid. He's yeah. a kid trying to come to terms with yeah. death. Yeah, it was rough. It was, yeah. Anyway, good moment. There's other things I wanted to pick, but I I really couldn't deny just the cultural impact. Yeah, that moment. Had. It was huge. It. Like, and, and really the up to like so the entire Marvel universe had been leading really up to that point. If you really think about it, yeah, you know what I mean. Like when if, when the first Avengers came out, they teased Thanos, and anybody who knows about Thanos and the MCU or not the MCU, but Marvel knows about the gauntlet and mm-hmm. the infinity stones and what it has the capability of doing it. The entire MCU well, has been teasing that moment really since the Avengers came out. I, I have when, a funny anecdote about that. <clears throat> I saw Avengers 2012 opening night and behind me, they're dressed like Captain America, Thor, uh, Iron Man, who am I forgetting? Hulk. Hulk. And so we watched the whole movie it ends. We say for the after credits and Thanos turns and he like kind of does a wink at the camera and those four idiots are like, who the hell was that? Oh, was that, geez. was that Hellboy? <laughs> Hellboy's in the show. And I was sitting there with so stupid. Troy and my buddy Wilbur and we were just like ripping our faces off. With well, so and nice. later that night they posted on Twitter, hashtag nerd. I just thought Avengers. I know. Thanos yeah. is in it. I looked it up so, on Wikipedia. The, here's the thing, kind of like what you were talking about, Troy, about how the whole MCU has been leading up to that. Uh, even in Iron Man 2, Mickey Rourke talks about being able to make a god bleed. Like, you'll be able to prove that, that a god can bleed. And was then it, there's. Wasn't the, that Batman? I'm just no. kidding. Sorry. That was, <laughs> that was also, that was the, the, uh, also the, <laughs> the abomination of a movie. All right. That's uh, the canon introduction of Spider Man 2. Yeah. And then they. Um, when Tony Stark is fighting Thanos near the end of the film. Um, He's like all that, all that work for a drop of blood, like that's tying all those movies together. And I was Dang, like, oh, that's so that. dope. I credit that to the Russo brothers. So dope. Yeah, yeah well, so dope. They're good. They're good at what they do. Yeah. All right. That's I, I talked about that enough. Let's move on. All right. the uh, The next one is uh, from Mister Jakeston. Uh, Mission Impossible: The Helicopter Scene. The helicopter scene. Amazing, dude. It's freaking Tom Cruise swinging that I, Peter around. I literally have chills right now. I was like, why'd you, why'd you call that bag of sand a Peter? Oh, I get it now. Dude, I the fact that... He he's got a big dick and he's swinging yeah. around on the on the movie screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, okay. The, he like the fact that he does his own stunts, the fact that he flew the helicopter himself uh, after. I mean, it, the, the fact that he climbed up and then he fell. And when you watch the on behind accident. the scenes stuff, all the people are like, "Oh, we just yeah. lost Tom." Apparently, that was an accident. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, Jake, an, I am literally. Regretting my pick now. <laughs> no, like, so oh my gosh, so what an amazing that, pick. My my wife and I were watching um, watching that movie, and I was like, so I I heard that there that there's a part in the helicopter scene where Tom Cruise falls and it's an accident and he almost died, and we're like, okay, and like that this is way before like 
the movie even started, right? And then so it gets to that point, and then he falls, and both more are like, oh, and yeah. just because we both realized, up hard. yeah, I we realized sitting next to Chris in the theater, and we both almost. we both just went <laughs> as as he fell, like, oh, he's going, we're going to watch Tom Cruise, and die. as he's reaching, trying to get up on the edge, like yeah. you're literally like, oh, come on, oh, get it, come on, grab it, <laughs> yeah. I can I can see why uh, Henry Cavill had such a hard time with the stunts in the movie when you realize that. That that's against, what he has to yeah, go up you're against. Up against <laughs> well, you, you realize that they strapped an IMAX camera onto an actual helicopter and they flew him around like yeah. that. Right. Yes. There was right. no green screen. That was there. That was right. all, and then he literally got his helicopter's pilot license just for this movie. And then he flew it and like then a he freaking flew it. maniac. He flew it harder than most of the pilots I worked with in the United States Army. Yeah. Like right. that dude, that dude was swinging it hard. This, yeah. this scene was a perfect storm because Jake and I tried to use movie pass. And as everyone infamously knows, this was the the movie movie pass is like, no, you can't watch movies anymore. Audience so stupid. <laughs> so so Jake and I went to see this and movie pass declined it. And the only showing next was IMAX. And we're so like, we fine, I'll spend twenty five dollars on a ticket. And we saw it in IMAX. And I was like, I would have spent. 50 you didn't even regret it. No, yeah. Seriously, I, I, I came out of the theater and was like, I want to buy another ticket yeah. and turn around and walk right back in yeah. and watch it again. That Freaking was ceiling to floor cinematography of Henry Cavill. <laughs> the movie was Amazing. Shooting a minigun at Tom Cruise in two helicopters yeah, is insane. No. And then just, well, I mean, if you want to extend it to the whole scene, the, the fight that they have on the yes. side of the mountain and the, the, hook, yeah. the, the hook to the face. But, and, oh, my gosh, well then, it was well then, just so exciting. What about when the helicopters were upside down? Yeah. And, were, <laughs> and it's going like down cars. through the, the... It was awesome. Yeah. You Sorry, talk, Troy. You talk about the, the weight of the snap, right? And in, in with that moment with Chris's... Talk about the weight of this, where the whole point why you have the helicopter scene, again, spoiler alert, is because uh, he has the detonator to a nuclear bomb. To a nuclear Henry Cavill does. Yeah, Henry Cavill. And to yeah. Tom Cruise is chasing him. Yeah, that if this nuclear planet. bomb, yeah, like billions of people will die. And that was the that was the weight of that. So like in Mission Impossible style, of course, you know, you have the fuse coming down. Like literally, if he doesn't get that in a couple minutes, like billions of people will die. And that's that weight is really kind of what makes that moment even better. And then in mission impossible style, he stops it with one second left Mm -hmm. and it cuts back to him and he's holding the the thing. Well, and then it does. Guess guess what? I didn't even care. It was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) It does that that white, white thing. And you're like, did they really do that? Did, did that just happen? Oh, and then it comes back everybody. to him like, of course they, of course it succeeded. <laughs> it's Ethan. Hunt. It was awesome. Great All pick, right. Jake. So there's my pick. All right. Oh, sorry. I was going to say this might be uh, uncharacteristic of me, but I almost picked the moment in that movie, the very first uh, time they took off their mask when they they did the the. Prank, in the, the in like the news prank, yeah, the, that was the, really the good. mask reveal. Oh, that, that, was that was a great, that was a great use scene. of that in Mission Impossible history. I, or, I, I agree with that. you one hundred percent. Another one was when uh, um, oh, what's his, Simon Pegg was wearing the mask as well, mm-hmm. and they tricked uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, like that was also a really good. My favorite uses of yeah. their, their Halloween mask. Yeah, the mask Solomon Lane right. would say. All right, the next pick is uh, uh, mine actually, <laughs> and it's. The moment in uh, Avengers Infinity War when Peter Parker and Cap and uh, I'm not sure what's happening right now. (laughs) Um, And not Cap, uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange are all on the spaceship. And then the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy show up. Fight ensues. There's a standoff. And (laughs) Doctor Strange says to Peter Quill, 
what master do you serve? And Peter Quill says, says, what am I supposed to say? Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> That's my scene of the year. I laughed so hard in the theater when he dropped that line. It, it, it was like one of my favorite moments. That whole movie is really, really, really well done, I thought. So I'm not trying to steal your scene, but I almost picked when uh, they were saying... Where is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? And Drax is on the ground going, I'll, I'll do, do you one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> that scene is so full of just prime it's comedy. Great. It was the first time the Guardians meet the Avengers. Yes, yeah. and that's why I loved it so much yep. is because... And you can tell James Gunn was writing right next to the Russo brothers. Right. and like, this yeah. is what so, Peter would say. Well, and you know, the Guardians... Two is my favorite of all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm, sure. um, and I, I just love the Guardians of the Galaxy. So bringing them finally in with the Avengers was such a huge payoff for me. That's why I love that moment. But that scene in specific, and the the uh, oh, you're from Earth? I'm from Missouri. I'm from Missouri. <laughs> yeah, Missouri's on Earth. Like stupid. dumb as stupid. <laughs> well, what, yeah. What's awesome is the way they've developed Quill. That it's it's basically Chris Pratt. Like I, I yes. see Chris Pratt so like obviously he's acting it, but I see his personality. Mm-hmm. In it. Like you could I could totally see Chris Pratt making that joke yes. about Jesus. You know, because yeah. he's a very outspoken Christian. But um, <laughs> it, I think it's just it's perfect for he him. Fits. It's in a good particular. one. Uh, Star Lord is easily my favorite. MCU character. Oh, absolutely. Like, and so when everyone was hating on him after this movie, it kind of I took I took it personally. Yeah, because <laughs> I love Star, especially in this movie when he first shows up and he kicks all three of their asses by himself. That's yes, I was just about to say. Yeah, one of the best parts about that this scene is all that stuff is said after. Star-Lord comes in and almost single-handedly beats, Hands them their asses. Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man yeah. almost by himself. It's, it's amazing because like, you don't realize how powerful he is until he meets people that you have a, a reference mm-hmm. point for. Yeah. And so then when they meet, it's like, oh, okay, so he's not just he's a, a, a dinky a pushover. You know? yeah. Brilliant tactician. Like, yeah. He's great. He even like, said like, that was his plan. Uh, if you look at like Star-Lord's Marvel page, He's a brilliant tactician. Yeah. He's the one that comes up with battle plans. And I love, I love in that scene when he comes up with the battle plan. My plan. When he, when he, well, when he, he dr- puts the bomb on Thanos, and then as he's falling backwards into the Doctor Strange portal, gives him the finger and he goes, boom! Like, it's such a good moment. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Star Lord. <laughs> what are you? What am I supposed to say? Jesus. <laughs> the <laughs> fact the that moment. it's coming from Chris Pratt, like Scott yep. said, an outspoken, outspoken Christian, Christian guy, uh, Star Lord is such a wise cracking part. Like it was just, yeah, seriously, it was brilliant, moment. brilliant uh, moment of comedy in that scene. All right, uh, and now the next <laughs> one is Mr. Scotty. <laughs> Atreus trying to rage. So this is Ooh. from Little God video of War, game. Uh, the Ooh. video game. Yeah, this is in all movies. If you haven't told by the now. first <laughs> creeping in of yeah. video yeah. games, there will be a couple. <laughs> um, so I realize that much uh, there's going to be a lot of our audience that hasn't played this game in particular. I thought you just said audience. I did say audience. Like, what does that mean? The audience from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just them. <laughs> Just the audience of Chicago. The yeah. Bears. Specifically. <laughs> Talking about you, Jordan. Atlantically. Okay. Um, so basically the, the build up to this moment, I, I'm going to have to explain it a little bit because like I said, a lot of people haven't haven't uh, played it. Um, this is uh, God of War. So it's about this guy named Kratos who in previous games 
was a really bad guy. He uh, he killed all of the the pantheon in Greek mythology. Basically, he's also real, he's still a really bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he also, uh, yeah, yeah. He's he killed anti- his wife and child. He's he killed his wife and child. He's the dad, anti-hero his, for sure. Yeah. So, um, and now he's he's basically run away from that life, ran up north um, to where Norse mythology is is taking place currently, um, and so Midgard. In Midgard, so he's he's facing off with uh, the likes of Baldur and Freya and uh, Thor. Um, so uh, at this point, he has his uh, spoiler, I guess. His wife had died. They have a son, and so he the, the game starts off with his, with him uh, he and his son um, giving his wife a, a burial or whatever. They light on fire. Anyway, so they're um, so the 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 kind of the pillar of their relationship is he's he really does not want Atreus his son to become like him and he's doing a lot of stuff to to make him be controlled control your anger don't let your rage take take you over and so there's this point where um it's uh one of Thor's sons they're fighting one of Thor's sons or both of them it's just one of them it's just one and uh uh There, the, well, and and in the gameplay, you can do this thing where you make uh, Kratos rage, and he, he, you have ridiculous power. It's and, uh, holdover from the first three. It's uh, Spartan yeah. rage. Spartan yeah, Spartan rage. rage. So um, you, you can just rage and you just go crazy on it. On and he takes little damage, and he gives out he a lot of damage. But but yeah, you only have so much. Berserker mode. He uh, he's gonna rage. And so uh, there's a moment where um, Atreus gets really pissed off um, at. Uh, uh, Thor's son. I can't remember their, his name, but um, he go like you can see uh, Atreus start to like flex and and start to like go crazy, start to rage, and then he just like passes out. And um, right, yeah. I just it's funny when he passes out. Oh, well, um, Kratos uh, freaks out, and the only the only thing he knows to do is to go to the the um, witch in the woods, who is Freya. Um, in Norse mythology, and so he he carries Atreus to to Freya, and just that that whole moment where, like, basically he sees his worst fear come true: his son becoming taking on his rage. His, and then it might have killed him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which, he doesn't like, know if he's died. Yeah. Which and if you if you've the, ever played any of the God of Wars or all of the God of Wars, you know that anything and everything Kratos touches or does leads to destruction. Yep. So that's it's his way of trying to kind of save his son, and, and so seeing his son kind of becoming like him scares him to death, which is. And Scott yeah. kind of uh, Scott kind of told just like how scary it is to have a child die. Or not die, but just scared for your child. Yeah. That moment is so heavy. Like, the music that they play. Yeah, it drops. It's just... They they did motion capture on all the characters. So, the person that played Kratos did such a good job of just showing, like, fear mm-hmm. and how scared he was for it. And he's... The, the entire game is one camera shot. I don't know if that makes sense because it's a video game. But there's no loading screens there's no cutscenes. there's no loading from oh this gosh. world to the next such a so, good game so while he's going up an elevator and he's holding his son yeah he, you've, you've got like the camera in his face looking at him dude and, well that moment right there that, that was one i was going to bring up because um, i'm sorry he, he's uh no it's fine um so he's carrying him like a baby you know like with both of his arms and then there's a moment where he has to push the button to make the elevator go up mm-hmm. and he puts he carries him like like he's like you're burping a baby or whatever yeah and it's like that because that, that's how i carry 
carry my son to bed or whatever. And that I remember that just hit me and my eyes started watering. Yeah. It wasn't until that moment on the on the elevator that I was like, oh, my heart dropped. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he pushes the button and goes back to holding him like a, like cradling a baby. Um, but yeah, it it's was too it, real, man. It's it's too too real. real. I loved in that game how you have mixed emotions towards Atreus the entire game. Like it just yeah. gets mm-hmm. up and down. But yeah, that moment kid. that moment was so good. Absolutely. We we could do a deep dive into it, but I don't think we should. But so there's only two games that has made me feel that kind of emotion when I when I've been playing them. It was The Last of Us. Uh. Um, Any time that Ellie was in trouble ever. Anytime you heard her squeak, mm-hmm. like I was like, oh my God, I gotta go kill him. Go kill the bad guy. Like whoever's trying to kill her. And like, <clears throat> has everybody played it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's played it? Oh yeah. yeah. That scene when they first go into Pittsburgh and the dudes oh. drag her out of the car. And I'm like, you got to fight the guys off. And then they've dragged her upstairs. And you're like, I'm like running up going, oh, I'm going to murder these Dude, guys inter- so hard. It's interesting in that that it's it's way worse that when she's in trouble with way actual worse, humans yeah. th- than when it's with the um, the clickers or whatever, yeah. or the, uh, the oh, zombies. zombies. It's, like, it's worse when there's actual people. So there's that moment. And then there's the moment in, in God of War when it's like, he, the Atreus is going to die. Like, I was so amped up and so keyed up and worried that this kid was going to die in <laughs> groups of ones and zeros. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and it's funny because, I, I mean, you guys all have children. You have points of reference for that kind of stuff. I don't, but you it's still... You have all of our children. Yeah, nieces and nephews. That's there. true. I've got... That's, that's true, but... That's not the same, right? But um, it's close. But but yeah, it was, you have uh, love like that. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was good. It's a great pick. Love that pick. Let's move on. Awesome. The next pick here is from our Mister Producer Troy. Um, the shining scene in Ready Player One. <laughs> have uh, Have any of you guys not seen Ready Player One? I've seen it. You seen yeah. it? Okay. Uh, I just watched it like two nights ago. Has everyone seen Shining? Yes. Good. <laughs> okay, so the reason the reason why I picked this one is because Ready Player One, the movie at least, I haven't read the book, but the movie is basically just a love fest to video games and just calling back on as many pop culture references as you can, right? And a lot of them are yeah. video game heavy. And the big reason why I chose this one, and I'll just be quick, is because of how accurate, like, it, like... The Shining itself is a scary movie and it, and it, it, it is unsettling. Um, and then this movie through the characters and through you watching the movie into that world all over again. And it was, it was almost felt brand new. I mean, when you had the lady from the bathtub, like chasing you with an ax, oh, oh yeah. dude, when they, when they went to the shining mansion, I was like, or not mansion, the hotel. Um, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is gonna be really cool. And they're like, oh, they're doing that scene. Yeah. Okay. It, it, they're going there. It, 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 actually, uh, it was a surprise for people that read the book too. Cause that is not in the book. Oh no, it's no, not at all. It, so it, when you watch the movie, you're like, and the dance, the ballroom dancing scene is not in the shining. Right, right. It yeah. it legitimately was scary, and that was the thing. Is like we were watching it um, at home. Um, I had seen it in the theaters, but my family, my girls were watching it at home. And uh, my my wife asked me, "Is this going to be okay for my girls?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I can't remember anything in particular about this movie." And I was just sitting back, just kind of working and just kind of listening as they're watching it. And I hear about the shining and I hear the music. I was like, Oh, we got to stop. <laughs> this will legitimately scare them. Yeah. And, uh, I took Ollie to that movie in the theaters. He put a jacket over his face the whole time. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, that, I, we can stop there. I mean, that's the the shining um, scene in Ready Player One. Um, yeah, that was that was one of their best callbacks to a, like yeah. a reference to a movie. Yeah. I think in that I movie, just, I just want to say this about Ready Player One in general. It didn't get as much love as kind of it was lauded to get before it dropped. I loved that movie. I was just, I, I mirror your sentiment. It's like really rewatchable. A lot of people just pooped all over that yes. movie too. They were like, "Oh, it's just fan service. Just like, oh, I, let's just I appeal to the it. nerds." Like, shut up. Like, yeah. just enjoy it. Like they, these references are. You got every single one of those references. Yeah. You don't need to be pissed off about it. Like I don't get why people hate that exactly. movie so much. <laughs> like, oh, I read the book. It wasn't faithful to the book. Well, no movie's faithful faithful to the book. Yeah. Now I, you know, I actually the, got to the best example of that is. The Shining. Right. The Shining movie is, and the book are, they're not even the same story. Right. It's almost not even, it, it's almost not even the same characters. Mm-hmm. Well, I, um, but the movie, I think, is just as good as the, as the book. They're just different. Yeah. This was so, actually pretty great. I liked your this pick, Troy, because uh, I saw Ready Player One earlier in the year when it came out, but then I saw Shine, The Shining for the first time in October. Mm. I watched it for Halloween. I'd never, never seen, seen it before. It? I'd seen bits and pieces when it was on like TNT it's or whatever. So good, isn't it? And I I watched it by myself. <laughs> 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 and it was like a really good movie. Dude, like, Kubrick for all his craziness, he makes a good movie. Yeah. The, the way the, how long he he sticks to a wide shot mm-hmm. like oh it's so it's just yeah. like it's unsettling. Yes. Yeah, it is super unsettling. unsettling. Think about it. Yep. Yeah. It's good stuff. I went to um <laughs> I went to uh uh, Zermatt. It's a resort in Midway, Utah, up in the mountains. I've been there. Yeah. I went and had breakfast there. And I... Rich dis- people? <laughs> yeah. I, I stayed across the street and I walked over and had breakfast there. <laughs> I, uh, I was unsettled being in the mountains <laughs> yeah. with in this mountain resort. It, it, I did this like a month after I saw uh, The Shining. The Shining. Yeah. The Shining. Do okay. get sued? <laughs> so, Reese, are you gonna are you gonna tell us how we're going to vote for these? Uh best? yeah. So this is gonna be fun. We're basically gonna pick the biggest loser, and then the loser gets to choose which movie's the best. <laughs> are we gonna they do just like can't a which vote for themselves? The best? They just can't let's, vote for let's themselves. Let's do like a, they're the a biggest ten loser. second appeal to that person. Yeah. Each of us, okay. Yeah. yeah. Each of us gets That's to fair. make one final plea <laughs> for our choice. Whoever the biggest loser is. And uh, then they get to choose, and that's the cold bow. That's the cold bow way to do there things. There we go. S- strange. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things. Okay, that so uh, everybody on the count of three. Oh crap! Uh, everybody on the count of three, say the biggest loser. Wait, wait, the person? <laughs> no, no, no. The the the, this, the, the moment. The moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we really gonna all just talk over each other? The count of three. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's not do that. Let's just go. Let's start. I'll, with I'll just. I'll just. I'll just say right now. I'll be the first one to say I think that Reese's is the weakest. Me too. That's oh, okay. actually me as well. <laughs> I, I actually think Troy's is the weakest. I thought Troy's was the weakest as well. Oh, that's as high. Uh, no, three it's not two. because it was three to two. Oh, oh no, no, no. no, what did you say? Troy's. Yeah, these two oh. said mine. So we said Troy's and, and you said three. Three. Troy get... So I'm the biggest loser and now I get to choose. Oh, <laughs> boy. Let, let me say why. <laughs> okay, all right. I just feel like... <laughs> The the oh, line this isn't fair. Chris gets the same movie. Wait, what? Chris gets the same movie as Reese's. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, it's, he's not going to pick me, but but I don't know. I might. You had a really good choice. Quit but, trying to 
no no i i just don't i don't want to say it's reese in particular i just felt like in a movie full of references and and whatever and the way that you explained it like it was the first time they met up mm. i, I kind of wish you would have said something like that like the mm. moment they met instead of just star lord specific line specific I, I can't say that that specific line is the moment of the year or sequence. Of That's fair. And, and the other thing is like I mentioned the weight of each moment in each one mm-hmm. of them. And that one for me was the weakest. Yeah. That's, no, I get that. All. It was a funny you moment. Don't need it was to, great. But. You okay. don't need to like soften it. Like so, it's okay. Well, I want to explain The reason why you should pick Mission Impossible, I already said it. Think of Tom Cruise's giant Peter <laughs> dangling underneath a helicopter. Think about it for three seconds and you already know you're, who you're I can't So you're appealing to Reese's homoerotic. I'm yes. appealing to Reese's, yeah, his reptilian brain. <laughs> who, what else okay. you guys got? Next up, who's... who's so, well, so picture like what the God of War game makers, what they left on the table. Think of the imagery of Atreus actually raging and going ham on on uh, Thor's son. That's what I thought was going to happen, yeah. but then it, it just like turns it on your head, and then all the emotions. Yeah, that's mine. Magni and Modi. Yep, Magni and Modi. It was also uh, Troy Baker and Nolan North. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to say, just think about The Shining and think how much it scared the <laughs> out of you, yeah. and then and then. Uh, well, I already said I thought yours was the weakest. Yeah, I know, so but I have to say something. <laughs> I have to say something. <laughs> um, and I had to throw a couple. All right, so <laughs> my my argument, my, my short little spiel is that That's this this yeah. well, just the the balls it was for these directors to come into this established franchise and say we're killing fifty percent of these beloved characters. Yeah. And the bad guy is is going to win. Billions and billions. (laughs) He said the bad the bad guy is going to win. This is our Empire Strikes Back. And to end the movie like that with him realizing the weight of what he did when that in that cornfield and everything or his his farm that he retired to. But just the cultural impact it had. On everyone afterward, the, oh, the memes. Chris is making the, a really damn good argument. Well, that was way longer than ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's true. laughs> so you're just that's true. That was a long time. <laughs> just, all right, all right. Okay, time okay, to okay, okay, okay. This, this is like so, the presidential, like the. I, I already mentioned that I had like choice. Uh, I I really wish that I had to pick Jake's pick. Like, that's what I I really wish that that was my choice. Um. Scott made a really compelling argument appealing to my fatherhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's really good because the, the emotions do sway. Because I, I, I remember thinking, oh, man, this is it. We're going to see what powers he has. He's going to go just full on. Yeah, because moments bonkers. before, he, he killed like how many elves that you yeah, didn't yeah. see? Him? Yeah. Anyway. So I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to be sweet. And then it doesn't. And you're like, what? And then you see you see Kratos and the emotions that he has. Like, for the first time, you see him actually emoting and you anything see him other with than Athena anger and rage. Boat. Yeah. Make oh, your man. decision. <laughs> but I got to say, man, Chris came at it hard with that argument. Like Chris came hard. You, you can't really argue. Chris we came all really know hard. how this ends. Chris came really, really hard. Um, I, I've got to go with, with the snap. Like... Those damn it, those damn it, those stakes were the biggest, and what he just said. It's hard said, to argue. That's what makes me yeah, mad no, about like, this. I'm it's hard to argue. I'm happy with that. Yeah, what he I, just I'm said not, was yeah. was uh, perfection. He's like, yeah, they came in here. Fifty percent of the beloved characters are going away, and we've got to we've got to make it work from there. 
Yeah, the the snap that was the moment. Right of, that was the best moment of 2018. And cue applause. Oh yay! Okay, good so, choice. Good choice. Let's, uh, that took a little bit longer than I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we gotta be brief on our. Yeah, let's kind of blow through these next two. I'll the be. Next, I'll be briefer. The next two are. Uh, I'll be the are, briefest, dude. I'll be boxers. <laughs> the next two are. Uh, He's laughing at his own dumb joke. <laughs> I know, and it was a bad joke. <laughs> That's why I'm so bad. That's why I'm laughing because it was joke. so bad. <laughs> I'll be boxers. <laughs> We need to keep that as a drama. <laughs> okay, so the next two are, uh, are best are, is the best hero and the best villain. So Troy, why don't you take us away on best hero? All right, all right. So hero of the year, really? Um, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Like you, we're picking the best heroes, right? so <laughs> but it's not superhero. It's like yeah, our yeah, favorite. It, it's it's almost like our protagonist. Yeah, yeah. protagonist, or you know, it could even be. Yeah. Anyway, let's just get started from the from the top. All right. So, Chris. Yeah. You chose Paddington Brown. I did. Um, Explain. I and I I saw this movie in January, and I I like to stay cognizant of every movie I watch the year that it came out. So I didn't. I wanted to make sure this movie was not forgotten because it was really really good. Loved and Paddington. out of all the protagonists and movies this year, there was one that was so selfless and so loving and the best heart. Yeah, he was just like a good guy, and um, I felt like. He, he's almost like important in a way that like he's a bear and he talks and that's bizarre. Right? Wait, Winnie the Pooh? Uh, Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> so super unique, super unique. But he's a bear and he talks, but every single person that he interacts with treats him like that's normal. Yeah. He's different, but that's normal. And that's why I kind of disliked his just. This bear goes to prison and he turns every rough neck person in there into his friend. Okay. I heard that movie so it's hard. A it's a good it's movie. So good. It's a good movie. All right, let's uh, let's go on. Jake, you picked Spider Man. Did you pick Spider Man? What I picked. That's so oh, you did. Troy's, Troy's <laughs> looking at the wrong. At My the, bad. The, uh, you picked. Sorry, Jeez, Steve Harvey. Shut up. Right. You picked. <laughs> <laughs> What the, what Columbia! That's <laughs> what the phone says, y'all. It's right here. Uh, I was going to say Warren Jake, Beatty. you picked uh, that in a different category, which we'll get to, but you picked Lee Abbott, uh, which is who is John Krasinski in A Quiet Place. That's it. That's got to be the pick, right? He is the dad in A Quiet Place. I'm like going to start crying already. Seriously, oh I've got tears pushing in the back of my... The, the, everything he did to keep his family alive, everything he did, uh, he, he watched his kid die at the beginning of the movie. And that then, sucked. Oh, it was, that was, I almost picked that for best moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's a horrible moment, it, it was one of the most like it's impactful the moment. moments yeah. of the year. It was super. Anyway, he, all he did there, uh, the, the, when he took his son to the waterfall and he, he went over the, the, everything with his son and tried to convince him like you, you gotta love your sister or the kids telling him like you gotta love my sister your daughter she wants you to be yeah that, that's cause I also oh. ch- chose Jim from A Quiet Place right um, <laughs> take it away guys <laughs> But but it's it's the imperfections in, in like his relationship with his daughter that like it, it really well, like essentially how real it, it was yeah it I, I just it. have to say like I uh, that character hits so close to home me you guys know I missed a year of my daughter's life yeah. my oldest daughter 
and I love my daughter more than anything, but my relationship is different with her than it is with my other two. It just is because I wasn't there for there, yeah. the first words, the first steps, all of it. I missed all that. And so I can, oh man, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I really connect with, with that character and his emotions on a very deep level. And so that's, that's a really good choice. So just to wrap up the, when I, when you, when I think of hero, like the best hero mm-hmm. of the year, all I can see is him saying, I love you. In I've always language. loved you. I've always loved you. Oh, God. I've <laughs> always loved you. And then him screaming. Yeah. Yeah. When he, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was there's, seriously. There's a tear in the corner of my eye right <laughs> it, now. Seriously, it was one of the most emotional moments of the year. And he was the hero. Uh, the epitome of a hero. So that's why I picked Mr. Lee Abbott. All right. And that's also Scott's pick as well. Mm-hmm. Next Two pick is actually uh, from Reese, which is actually Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> which, I mean, which Spider-Man? Miles? Yeah, Spider-Verse. Yeah, Miles Morales. Miles. Okay, Miles. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. He is a hero. He's literally a superhero. And he uh, just watching him learn I, I just felt like that captured what it was like to be what it would be like to be a teenager and then suddenly have these powers this responsibility to do I think it captured that way better I think the spider-man story is a lot of like a uh, metaphor for becoming an adult like yeah the, taking on the the, the responsibilities yeah. of becoming an adult and stuff like that and I feel and I agree I feel like that movie does do a real good job of also puberty. Showing that. Yeah, puberty is a big. Am I going through yeah. puberty? No. Why but, would you? Say why are my thoughts so loud? <laughs> but I, I just you know what puberty means. I loved that character so much. He was great. Well, he do you know what? Do you know what I liked about him is that, like, he's obviously not Peter Parker. He's Miles Morales, and so he was like the cool guy at his old school. And but then yes. he goes to the other school, and he <clears> tries <throat> to continue being the cool guy, but it just falls flat. Yeah, and he wasn't and the nerd like Peter was. Yeah, yeah. he was mm-hmm. the opposite. He was, he was the opposite. He, he was the he jock was the, in the school of nerds. Yeah, yeah. He was the dunce. I, I just, I just love like it's hard not. He's Spider Man. He's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He's not Peter Parker. He's Miles Morales, and it was a great fresh take on a beloved superhero that we we all love, except for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's carry on then. So the next one is me, and I picked Kratos. God of War again. That's, and a, that's a polarizing hero because he really is exactly. A bad that's person. that's why I picked it because yeah. it's ironic. Yeah, it's ironic <laughs> yeah. that I picked a total douchebag who's who's he's not a good person as the hero of the year, but he is the hero. He is an anti-hero, and he ends up anyway. It's weird uh, to have well, he's Charrington Brown and Kratos <laughs> in the same category. category. I think, I think <laughs> with Kratos, it's it's his intentions yeah. in that yeah. game, but that he doesn't even vote. Well, and also that's what kills you is like his intentions are always so good but it everything's falls so far away from his his intentions Sorry, did, I, did i take that from you troy no 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 okay. but listen that the moment where <laughs> let he troy goes, talk let the man saying, speak the moment where he goes to put his hand on on atreus's shoulder yep. and then he pulls away and then he pulls it back mm-hmm. beginning and, of the game and doesn't and, and like he doesn't like he's like i is is this what a dad does? Is this not what? It, am I going to do this? I don't want him to end up like me. Yeah. I don't want him to end up weak, and all like all of that, and it's all going through his head. So fantastic, Troy. Here's here's a, just a couple things with this: is uh, <laughs> hero or anti-hero, Kratos is 
unarguably the protagonist, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're playing as Kratos, right? Sure. So another part of that is uh, to touch on is that this is really the first time that you, well, maybe not. Uh, the conflict within within Kratos is so different than what you had before because the other games was all about revenge and killing all the gods because they screwed his life up and everything. But in this one, he has a new life. He has a kid and he's doing everything he can to save that kid's life and, and, and everything that we already touched on with Scott. Um, but, uh, but that's why I chose Kratos is because it's a little bit ironic and, and uh, but at the same time, yeah, that's a cool pick. Uh, it's, a, it. it's a great it's a, pick. It's a great pick. Yeah. All right, can't go wrong with that pick. Let's uh, let's go with um, let's go with the weakest. All right, um, who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, my mine's obvious. I think that Miles is the weakest. I think that Miles was the weakest character in that movie. Like I know he was the main character, but he wasn't like the funniest. He wasn't the. I'm gonna. I, I don't even know. I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna have to say Paddington. Okay, this is really hard. This is a, this so, is a really I, hard one to pick the weakest. I, I one just I, I have to say Kratos because he he saved things, but I just I can't picture him as a hero. Like he's just not a hero to me. Fair, that's fair. I well, think I think I'd yeah. taken the the word literally though. Like, well, I, I just, it's just I I just when I picture a hero and when I like I don't know, he's a bad dude. Yeah, like, yeah. he's just a bad dude. And he does really bad things, even though, yes, he is saving his son. He's a bad dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just can't. All right. I, I can't so, pass that. so we've got one vote for Spider-Man or Miles. We've got one vote for Kratos and I've got and then one vote for Paddington. I'm going to go with uh, Miles Spider-Man. Gosh. As one of the weakest. Yeah. Okay. Is it gonna be me again? <laughs> oh boy! I, Chris or uh, Reese. A, I had to go first. So stoked to be the loser. <laughs> I wanted to go before Scotty did. <laughs> this is hard because uh, I think that it's. That's why blind voting is is a thing. Yeah. Because. Yeah, but this is this is better. Paddington's is. a hero. Paddington's a bet. It's yeah, Miles. Sorry, bro. Yes. So I didn't <laughs> Chris gets to pick I, I just, again. I just feel like in that particular movie, there were so many characters that were just so much better than him. I love Miles. I, which I don't necessarily think that, but I I think that when you're in, in the, I mean, this is picking the tall, the the, the tallest shortest major, giant, shortest giant, whatever. It, yeah, it's they're all Patting, Pat, Pat, It came down to Paddington was, is the best person on yeah. the planet. Yeah, Paddington's amazing. Um, okay, so. All right. Well, I already know that you're not going to vote for Kratos. Um, so we'll just pass again. that. <laughs> it's the same thing happening again. But you're wrong. <laughs> so carry on. <laughs> All right. You, oh, yeah, we you, need to make our passionate appeal to you. You cried when I talked about I did. There's so, literally a tear in my eye. Also, also think about, like, the the stark difference between just good and evil in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And like a, a good hero is, is only as good as his villain. Yeah. Um, I feel like Paddington is heroic. He's not, he's not going to go say, I mean, he's going to save his family if he needs to, but he's heroic in the sense that he treats everybody like a friend and he can help people see the light in their own hearts and he can have an entire prison even knuckles even knuckles he can have this entire prison uh basically see 
live life the Paddington way. There goes yeah. Chris with and his I, dissertation again. <laughs> yeah, it's taking I, so long. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> just right. saying, I feel like he's all right. a good dude. Okay, here we go. I, as you know, I almost picked Paddington 2 as my best picture. I love Paddington 2. I love Paddington Brown. But I just, I, I can't get past Jim Halpert. Uh, so I'm going to pick Scott's choice, not Jake's. Scott's Jim Halpert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I would have picked him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I, I, I back you up wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Scott's Scott's choice of uh, what's his name? Lee. Lee Abbott. Lee Abbott. Wow, this from is your pick. You don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> they don't ever talk. It's true. They don't talk. All right. So All our right. hero of the year, Jim Lee from Abbott. The, the hero of the year goes no, to Jim from A Quiet Place. Jim from yeah, A Quiet Jim Place. Quiet place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scotty, take us away with the villain. Didn't villain. Okay. So I'm gonna go backwards this time. I have to find oh. the right. Uh... So go ahead and uh, elaborate on this. Uh, what what this uh, category is, I guess. So I mean, just the opposite of a hero. Who, who was the the best antagonist, the best villain um, of the year? Baddie, right? Evil. So Troy, you chose Thanos. I sure did. Purple dude. And, and really, honestly, grimace. The reason. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> Um, Hellboy. The reason why I chose Scrotum Chin, um, Scrotum Chin yes. is actually uh, really along the same arguments of why Chris chose the snap as the best moment. And really, if you think about a villain, you think about what a villain has accomplished and how good the movie is at trying to get you on their side. Right. Um, <clears throat> arguably one of the best villains in all of cinematic or really history is Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people's arguments is because he blew up an entire planet. Right. Thanos snapped his fingers and destroyed half the universe. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah. pretty big mother his, effing villain. His, his death toll I, I mean, makes Darth Vader's look like a... And you sympathize with him. Let me, let me ask you this. And you that's, sympathize with Yes, and you sympathize with him. And at the same point, can anyone here name any villain who has murdered more people? No. Um, I was going to say God, but I guess that's probably pretty not okay. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Have you guys seen Noah? That was the entire <laughs> planet. <laughs> okay, that would be on that would be on uh, Sorry, Vader's guys, that status. Was not okay, I, 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 I'm going to hell. I think I think this that is also Reese's pick. So, what do you have to add to that, Reese? Um, yeah, my my whole thing is I don't think I've ever seen a villain that isn't villainous. Like, if that makes sense, like Thanos is not evil. He is not. He's not a bad guy. Okay, let's talk about this for a second. He has a twisted sense of logic. No, no, he is evil. Because here's the thing. Yes, he committed mass genocide and, and his reasons for doing so you can sympathize with. But nothing sympathize, nothing can, nothing excuses the murder of half the universe. This, Think about, that's, okay. that's something very different. That's his actions and not him. But his right. actions he also, he's evil because he also he murders his daughter and tortures his other. Right, but for the greater good. That's where that's where I'm saying. For, he, I know what I you're don't, saying. He's, for what he perceives not, as the greater he's good. He's not an evil villain he's kind of a say. terrorist he's yeah he's he has this this ideal that your idea is going to do anything to accomplish that and even if it's the wrong ideal it's what he believes to be right your ideals don't make you evil it's your actions that make you evil right but 
evil my my definition of of evil is doing something for evil's sake doing something for Ron's for the wrong but then that's reason what, right but then that's I want to murder this person because I want to murder this person but that's but then I that's, like I like murder but that's this what guy's makes doing him, it for a better you purpose. guys have the same pick I know. And you're fighting right now <laughs> but yeah. that's what makes that's, him such a better villain is because okay, so Reese, because you can sympathize with him because yeah. with that same logic Hitler's not a villain. Because oh, no, he, I he had a twisted sense of logic that he thought he was what he was doing. You're exactly was, right, Jake. Hitler was not a villain. <laughs> or he was a villain, but he wasn't evil. You got it. You nailed it right on the head. Yep. Hot take. Uh, Hot take. Not a bad Hitler's guy. Hitler's not evil. The Reese views of Reese does the not Empire necessarily reflect the views of Colbo <laughs> or Colbo podcast. That's my take on, on Thanos is that I don't view him as an evil villain. I view him as a really um, incredible villain that his, his purpose is in opposition to the quote unquote good guys. But he himself is a good guy. He, he thinks he's doing the right thing. He's not a good guy, but <laughs> but he okay. thinks he is. Let's. Uh, he, he thinks he is. I think we should move on though. But okay. I, we. It's funny that we were arguing. We have the same pick. Yeah. But okay. it, yeah. All Semantics. Right. I should have been better at uh, cutting everyone off. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so it's uh, my turn because we're going backwards. Um, I chose Wilson Fisk from. Spider-Man into the universe. It's a good one. You mean oh, the brick wall that walked around? I thought, you, I thought you meant Daredevil season three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was confused by that too. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. I wasn't. I knew what no, you meant. No, it was Spider-Man because, um, I mean, they're both really good uh, okay. portrayals. Speaking but, um, of a villain who thinks he's a good guy. So, yeah. um, yeah. Wilson Fisk, it was honestly, it was a toss-up between Thanos and Wilson Fisk for me. Um, and I sat back and thought about it. I was like, they're both super like physically imposing. They're uh-huh. huge, right? Um, Wilson Fisk is much, much bigger. <laughs> like he's, he's a like a brick wall. Brick wall. He's huge. Um, so, uh, so that's really the the biggest thing is is his physical imposing. How he kills Spider Man at the beginning was like, oh my goodness. They don't show up, but like you hear it, and mm-hmm. it's it's rough. Um, but but one of the biggest reasons why I chose him is. I, I went and saw this with my son, Leroy. He's three. I don't go see very many movies with him. I haven't yet, at least. I went and saw it with him. And his reaction to to Wilson Fisk was like, anytime he saw him on the screen, he would jump on my lap and bury his head in my chest. And I was like, yeah, they, they, they did this well. They did it. Right, and, and he looks like a refrigerator it, with a head. And it wasn't. I don't think it. Was, I don't think that reaction. My son uh, Leroy had that reaction because he was so big. Is because he could feel something about like he was there. There's some yeah. people. He had, about him. he had presence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's fine. Okay. Next is Reese. He had Thanos. Next is Jake Solomon Lane. Solomon Lane from uh, from Mission Impossible Fallout. Also from the last Mission Impossible. Rogue Nation. And that guy, the reason why I picked him, I was trying to decide between, I was like Scott, I was trying to decide between Wilson Fisk and Thanos. And then I, and then as I thought, I was like, Solomon Lane is the closest thing we have gotten to Heath Ledger's Joker since Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm -hmm. He, he has the weird voice, right? But, Mm -hmm. His his whole thing was chaos for chaos' sake. Mm-hmm. His whole thing, he was an agent of chaos, right? And he he was just, I'm going to, and he was going to die. He was willing to die. He didn't care. He he, that's what he wanted to do. He he just wanted to make sure that the one thing he wanted to make sure 
was that uh, Ethan Hunt lost. Mm-hmm. And he was, and he, he bent his entire will and everything about him to make sure that happened. His life. And then he, after all that, he was a formidable opponent when it came to hand to hand combat. Yeah. yeah. So genuinely, he, I, I mean, and I really, he I had, had the Benji feeling the entire up. movie that Benji was going to die. Oh, I know. And it. then I thought for sure he was dead. Yeah. yeah. He oh had Benji gosh. strung up and dude, that was that moment in that movie that, 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 I mean, that was in conjunction with the, the, the helicopter scene. It happened the same simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. It was they cross cut cutting between them yeah. and it was just so intense and he is such a good. My hands are getting sweaty right now. No, that was a good pick. And not to mention one of the coolest shots ever. Was oh. him in the back of the in the back of the van oh, when it's yeah. going underwater and he's just like he's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was I don't know how they did that, but I was just like, it was what? amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, no, that was cool. good. So God, Solomon Lane, so good. Kay. We get Chris, a ticket. Okay, you so cho- this, you chose Michael Myers. Um, I did, and I think this is an uphill battle for me. So none of you guys have seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael Myers is evil for evil's sake, not is, like Thanos. Not like Thanos. <laughs> right. He is. He knows that he's evil. I, he is in in this movie, in the particular Halloween movie, the way that they portray him. He is such a mystery, but he's calm. He's cool and collected, and you never see his face, but you know that his actual face is the mask. And once he puts that on, then he is in his mind. He all is right with the world. And that's and, that's the thing we've talked about it before. Yeah. That was the thing that scared me the most about Michael Myers. Is that he's always slow yeah. and calm, and he's he never seems angry. He never seems flustered. He's no. just no emotions. He's just Ever killing. Since he killed his kid sister. Yeah, when he was a child, his big sister. Big sister. Yeah, when he was a kid. When he was a kid. <laughs> he was a kid. Exactly. As a child, <laughs> yeah. you, you you got what I was. I got you, it. You picked up I what I was putting down. Um, but his his killing rampage, like it's that's all. He wanted to do. He just wants to kill. Yeah. He has every impulse in his body is to kill as many people as possible. And the way that he does it in this movie is insane. So that's I, I, I still really need say, to see it. I still want to see it. I can't really say more than that. But just just out of all the villains, we said he is evil. And even his psychiatrist says, I think we should kill him because he's pure evil. Hmm. OK. Hmm. Is he as scary as he was in the first one? I mean, I'm older now, so I think that it's uh, it's it's hard to say. I think this is this is easily the best portrayal of Mike of any slasher movie character ever. Um, if he's scary, I think it's it's kind of hard to say. I'm not I, I, I'm not seven when I watched it, but he's definitely he uh, scary dude. Yeah, great. So let's uh, let's pick the biggest loser. I've got to say, for me, the weakest was Wilson Fisk. Just in in that movie, I thought that uh, the other guy, the the uncle, sorry, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought Rowler. that he was a, a yeah. I thought that no. he was a scarier villain. He was like, a more he, conflicted he, villain. He freaked like he freaked me out. Um, so and that's, the music that went along with him was great. yeah yeah. So for me, for me, it was Wilson Fisk that was the weakest. I think too that uh, my choice is also Wilson Fisk as the weakest. Um, but just hearing you guys say like, oh, I almost picked him or I did pick him. You were also both conflicted with somebody else that might be like you were kind of 50 50 just kind of shows that he really wasn't like that, that impactful of a villain in 2018. 
Um, I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse yet uh, or whatever. And um, we just spoiled stuff for you. No, it's fine. It's cool. But So I can't pick Wilson Fisk. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Solomon Lane. So um, I also haven't seen... This is hard because I haven't seen uh, Halloween... I didn't need to see Halloween to know that he's a bad villain. He's a like a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good <laughs> villain. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Um, however, uh, I think that Michael Myers is more cartoony mm. as far as a car- bad guy. Um, I'm not. You're not bad guy. <laughs> you're. You crush man's head like Spettles egg between legs. Um, <laughs> this is hard because. Saying he's more cartoony than Wilson Fisk, than a, a literal cartoon, <laughs> or Thanos out of a co- comic yeah, book, yeah. like. Uh, I think I think you're yeah, not Wilson Fisk. Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, I, think, I think that's. I was going to say Solomon Lane. So take that. <laughs> okay. All right, so Scott, this so is your topic, choose. and you get to choose. I had a feeling he wasn't going to be the best. Um, <clears throat> it's not that he wasn't a good villain. Well, no, I was he like, was. I was like writing down a little uh, thing for each each of my picks, and his was the hardest to come up with stuff. It was it was more of a visceral reaction yeah, than, yeah. than something I can really. Explain, but his so. presence was yeah imposing. Imposing. So <laughs> I'm gonna. It's as simple. I'm just gonna choose Thanos. He was yeah. he mm-hmm. was like there's the no ultimate. other pick. Yeah, there's no other pick. Yeah, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> okay, so you won one. <laughs> yeah. But I have to share it with trolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, wait, I, no, I have to choose which one of you. Yeah, I you like, have to choose which you one. You guys are very polar. Yeah, we were. Um, so you have to choose. Which yeah, that, one. that is interesting. We had the same pick, but we were polar For opposites on why we. Reasons. I like yeah. Troy's. Boom. Oh, you lost! <laughs> He's like away from you. I, I still have yet to win anything on oh, this no, podcast. I, I choose. <laughs> I Dude, you're there. I, 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 I hate Troy. you so much, I Scott. Troy because ultimately, I just don't like Hitler. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wears boxer shorts. <laughs> and on that note, okay. So our next topic is uh, kind of one that is uh, kind of it's a it's a bit of a cold bow special. It is the best moment of random violence that made us giggle uncontrollably. <laughs> when the title of your thing needs punctuation, there might be a little bit of a problem there. But no, this is prestigious, dude. This is like I want you guys to take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what first off to, on this one, it, we're going to go with Chris's, which is a miss, Mission Impossible, when Henry Cavill busts the dude in the face with the laptop in the bathroom. <laughs> um, okay, I was, I'll try to make this short and sweet because every this this topic is about short and sweet violence. Yeah. Um, but this whole fight scene was super well choreographed, but the... the start it they have a quick hand-to-hand combat fight with this guy who's clearly outmatching him and then they have to they have to catch him and they have to scan his face and make a mask and the technology to do that is inside the briefcase so they're kind of treating it precious and then when they can't beat this guy Henry Cavill just hits him in the face with the briefcase (laughs) and like 
I've never seen a person act getting knocked unconscious so well before. <laughs> his feet were planted solely on the ground and his head still hit the floor while his feet were still planted on the ground. Yeah. It made me giggle uncontrollably. It's just the way that they... It looked real. And it's funny because the whole point of the the, the topic is that it's... I, I put random, but it's, it's sudden. sudden. Yeah. It's this sudden violence, which is funny that... Uh, a scene in a fight scene mm -hmm. would be a scene, it was sudden. a shot of sudden violence, but that's exactly what that was. That's uh, yeah, it was uh, that was great, and it did. It made you kind of like giggle. It's oh, the same, I giggled. As far as like why a person laughs, if you look into it, the comedy, it's because something happens that goes against what you think is happening, mm -hmm. and so these these moments of sudden violence. I think the the moment for me that kind of. <clears throat> Made made me really think about like the, I do this a lot is when I watch Taken the first time mm -hmm. and the dude jumps off the bridge. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's he gets down he gets away from him because he like parkours <laughs> down the bridge and then he stands in the street and looks up at him like oh I got away from you and then the bus <laughs> the truck <laughs> yeah. it was a sudden violence and I was like <laughs> I started laughing anyway um, yeah hitting the head with the with. The <laughs> It's just funny because, like, they need that thing. And then they couldn't use it. And they couldn't use it afterwards. Yeah. Right. It's good stuff. All right. So next is my pick from the movie. So I picked them from the movie Deadpool 2, where uh, where uh, Deadpool picks his X-Team. The X-Force. The, the X-Force. And they do the... Wonder Woman, um, <laughs> Wakanda, Wakanda forever. They do the, they do the so he, he gets the X Force together and he goes through this whole like recruiting process and he pick, builds up this team and he's got all these people and everything and then they go out another on their first uh, their first mission? mission that they go on. They all go down. They're all they're all parachuting down and then one by one each of them gets killed in the most random way. Especially ways. Brad Pitt. Which is which is so Brad Pitt was in that for a yeah, millisecond. Yeah. Which is so Deadpool too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's very that, Deadpool. That whole fifteen minute scene was to set up a joke. Right. Yeah. Right. One joke. That, but I think it was Terry Cruz's death that was the bus. The, yeah. That yeah. was the one that was like, bang, hit him with the bus, and it was like, ah. It, and it, it wasn't that it was a joke. I mean, after the last death, it was the joke. That you yeah. were laughing at, but at the first death, it was this like sudden like, oh, what just happened? And you kind of laughed at it because it was it was this nervous laughter <clears throat> that you had while you were doing it, and then and they just kept but then going. by the end it was it was a joke and because it just they were kept going dying. Now Reese also picked Deadpool two, but he picked when Juggernaut rips uh, Wade in half. Yeah, I loved that moment because he tells him like I'm gonna rip you in two, like, and then he does it. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh! But then the ensuing laughter when he has the baby legs that come from that, yeah, was just it was just too good. Well, and then he has the the cross legs. The yes, basic the, instinct. the basic instinct. I love it when he's walking too, and everyone's like, he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him! Look at the little guy go! He's doing it. Just shake cables. <laughs> <laughs> but that that moment just it was funny because even though they they forecast that I'm gonna rip you in two, but you don't expect you don't to expect do him to actually do it, and then he does it. Well, because if it happened to any other hero, they're dead. Yes, you know what I mean, it was great. It was great, and it was right in the middle of Wade's like orgasm 
about meeting Juggernaut. Oh my gosh! I love you when you showed up in X Men. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was so good. So yeah, I love that scene when Wade gets ripped in two. All right, nice pick. Moving on, Scotty picked Home Aloneing a nail in a quiet place. Oh <laughs> so, boy! So um. I think you had something in mind when you made that when you made this category, and I didn't quite get it. So it, <laughs> it, this didn't necessarily make me giggle, but it made me cringe a lot. Um, like, and it was the, the setup and payoff of it that um, everyone knew it was coming, just didn't know when. Let's just point out, I <clears> don't who? think it literally have had to make you giggle, but it had to really have think, an impact. I think it fits the category well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it just had to have a absolutely. big impact. Okay, good. It, it was yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it, it, like because you knew it was right you knew now. it was gonna happen, <laughs> and then her like the way she played it off, and then they could have just had her like pull her foot up, or whatever. But they but like the low shot, watch it foot come up out of the nail. It, like but the, then yeah. the way she like set the whole thing up, where she set up the egg timer in the other room, yep. in the room, and then. It was down there and looking, and uh, but it's that the, whole scene was so just. It's the oh, it's tension great. of <clears throat> you know how much that had to have hurt. So we've all stepped on Legos. Yeah. <laughs> but you just stepped well, on a nail and you can't make a sound. Yeah. But as far like, as the oh. sudden violence of it, you were expecting it, but as soon as it happened, it was like did, visceral. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you, it, I expected to see it come out of the top of her foot. Oh, <laughs> that would have been worse. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been worse. Yeah, I was expecting it, but Emily Blunt's poor feet. Uh, yeah, I know. <clears throat> I, my right. butthole is puckered so hard oh, right now. <laughs> oh my god. More than usual. You yeah. couldn't get a needle up there. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right. So, and then Troy is up last with the scene in Upgrade when the dude's head gets ripped in half <laughs> with the butcher's knife. So so I picked this one because uh, this one literally, when I was watching the movie, I puckered up and then I started laughing uncontrollably. Because, Started the whole theater. Right, right. Yeah. Because you're just not expecting it, right? Like he's, the, the premise of the movie, he's got this chip in his, he- in his in his neck that's making a paraplegic able to move again and he's not only able to move, he's able, the chip can take control and he can fight. But the guy's brain has it's no... It's venom but better. Right. He has... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I think we mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. And, it, and it's played by... Uh, Tom Hardy looks like... The, the poor man's Tom, the poor Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. So, so this one was... It's just it was unexpected because they're fighting and then the chip is just like you know just taking control and then I believe it's um, a butcher's knife. Yeah, he uses he uses the butcher's the knife. The movie wasn't pulls extraordinarily his head. violent before that part too. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. And then he just pulls it back and the guy's head just like like <laughs> something out of Beetlejuice opens up <laughs> I mean? like, like Venom's face. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, so uh, Chelsea's it, grin. The funny, <laughs> the funny part about that scene is that the. F- it's again just like Chris was saying it's a fight scene yeah. that had this sudden moment of extreme violence right where the fight scene was so well done mm-hmm. it, the choreograph choreography the way um LMG Logan Green the LMG. way LMG, oh, oh yeah LMG yeah. the way the way he uh like he acts where his mm-hmm. body's doing stuff, but his head keeps turning around, going, "What's going on?" And he's freaking out. Yeah, and he's freaking out, he's and he stay keeps down, bro, stay down. <laughs> he's begging the guy to stay down, and all this stuff is happening. And then he picks up the knife, and you expect him to just cut the dude's throat mm-hmm. or something like that, or stab him in the heart. And or then something. he sticks it in his mouth and just pulls back. And the dude's head just <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> that noise. That's exactly what it did. <laughs> it is the it, like seriously in the it's, theater, yeah. Pac Man. <laughs> Well, Scotty and, and I went and watched it together, mm-hmm. and we both. I think I was like, 
leaned all the way back to, on my seat, laying my back on the seat, and my legs were in the air when that happened. Because I was just like, <laughs> it, oh my god! It reminded me. I had a, a student teacher in ninth grade geography from Japan, and our actual teacher let him do like a. Here's my culture. We had like miso soup and stuff. Anyway, he showed us some Japanese anime and the dude ripped some other dude's face in half that same way without a knife, but just like grabbed under his teeth and ripped ripped it in half. And when I saw it, I was instantly taken back to that moment in ninth grade geography where the student teacher from Japan saw it happen. He goes, oh. <laughs> and so I love that moment. That's a great moment. It made me giggle a well, lot. And, and in both Chris's and Troy's, again, it's just the perfect topper to a really good fight scene. Yeah, I, I don't exactly, know if you exactly. guys uh, had any special thoughts about my pick in particular, but I would like to relent my choice for Troy's because that movie exemplifies random moment of violence that made you giggle uncontrollably. Oh, dude, and I don't the think... bathroom fight scene, the, when he goes up on the roof and the first time you see the arm gun get used. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. back, the back of the club. Yeah. The back of the club, like everything. Everyone, he like beats... Cause he, get the, he gets tortured when he's in a wheelchair and he gets up and he's like, you thought I was a paraplegic. You didn't know I was a ninja. And, <laughs> and, the then, and, then, the, and then the thing's like, I'm not a ninja or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> remember? Can't remember the Um But yeah, I feel like... I feel like that is the obvious so choice. I was actually surprised that nobody else made that pick. Um, and, and I understand like all the other picks are great and stuff, but when I looked, when we had the most violent uh, or the, the scene of violence that made you giggle, I honestly thought that everybody else was going to pick this. I, and I was really surprised. And when about, when like, I said... I think we all know what the obvious answer is. That's what I was thinking. That's what I thought when you yeah. said that. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, so I'm just surprised. <laughs> <Bill picked it. laughs> I was waiting for somebody not Will, to Will, we're like, good. Troy needs a win. <laughs> I already Troy got already it. got a win. You stole it from me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, then uh, I guess uh, let's vote. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Jake. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to try and find out who the... Worst. Well, the weakest one is, is Reese's, but I don't trust him to make the right decision. <laughs> That's a good point. The weakest one it has is Reese's. to be Troy's. But Troy's is definitely the winner here. <laughs> yeah, I was probably going to choose A Quiet Place. <laughs> Just the, for, for the... <laughs> That, that moment affected me more than when he rips the guy's head off. Well, then I guess Reese can't lose. Mm, yeah. yeah, so I'm relenting my choice. Troy. Oh, okay. So that means that Chris is volunteering to be the worst. Yes. That's what that's what kind of oh. what I'm saying. Okay. Oh, okay. Right, I, I guess we don't really well, follow we, rules. We here, never made so. rules. Yeah. So. Well, that's, that's what you said. That's what <laughs> we said before we started is that I could relent my choice. Okay. No, I'm not arguing. I, I relinquish. You know, I'm not going to argue sure. if I'm going okay. to. All right. Honestly, yeah. I could get behind that as well, Chris. Oh yeah, I, I'm not going to, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, are we announcing the winner, or are we doing the, the the loser process? I mean, I'll let you pick, Jake. It's your topic. You pick. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Troy wins! Yay! Okay, Next move, topic. Let's move on. Best moment of random <laughs> violence that made you giggle uncontrollably. Upgrade. 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 Okay. Next up is music, which is Reese's category. Holy smoke! Reese the fur. Best music. Here we go. Um, I think we got doubles on both of these. Yeah, we do. So I'm going to start with Jake. Um, Jake, you chose Bohemian Rhapsody. Anybody? 
Yes, I did. It's kind of hard to argue with that. Well, I'm just going to be honest. When you're talking about the best music and your music is nothing but Queen songs, <laughs> it's really hard to not really hard to, to, argue. To, to argue against that one. Unless you don't like Queen. Unless don't you don't like Queen, in which case we don't want you listening to our podcast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Go um, away and die. <laughs> so so that was also my pick is Bohemian Rhapsody because of uh, it's Queen. Obviously, it's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Like, come on. Now, something else that, and I don't know if this is music. I, it is music related, but... The scene in the movie where they're showing, uh, in whatever, it's not a spoiler or anything. The scene where they're showing how they they recorded Bohemian Rhapsody, the song, uh-huh. and all fun. the stuff they were doing in that farmhouse, and like, I didn't realize they didn't bring in extra singers to be the high pitch ones when they were singing the stuff. That the ba- or the the drummer was actually the one. All that the the ultra high pitch stuff in Bohemian Rhapsody is the drummer uh-huh. just sitting in a booth hmm. going ah, and he has the ability to go super high the, let me go uh, no, it's when you it's yeah Galileo he, that's that's the scene mm-hmm. that they're yeah. shooting is he keeps saying Galileo and they're like no no no, no higher, higher 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 and, and he, he goes keeps how much higher can I go and he keeps going higher and higher and it's like oh my gosh but then like when they go Magnifico, and then there's the one high yeah, pitch, really high pitch note right yeah, at the top yeah. of all. It's the drummer. <laughs> See, I, and it's I. That's that's cool. I always oh, thought. Mama, I always mama, thought mama, before yeah. before this. I always thought that it was Freddie Mercury. It was Freddie. No, because I had always heard about yeah. how great his range was, uh, both low and high. So yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was it was. But I mean, come on. Next, that we're gonna go me. with uh, Scotty. You chose Spider Man. Can't stop me now. I chose Spider-Man because, I mean, the the soundtrack is amazing. Um, it fits uh, Brooklyn Spider-Man perfectly with all the hip-hop. Um, but but not only the music, but just, like, the sound design, the mixing, it was great. Like, it was Dude, really, really we, good. We, I mentioned this when Reese was talking about villain, talking about... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Prowler? Mm-hmm. His uh, light motif or whatever. Yeah. His, his things was, that they were doing. It was... Good. Unreal. Yeah. It was unreal. It, it like it like was like an emotional visceral response every yes. time he like took off running and yeah. then that sound came on. It was really good. I, really I chose Spider Man as well. Um for kind of the same reasons. If you if you compare it to another movie this year that came out that had a lot of hip hop in it, which was Black Panther, that hip hop it felt like it didn't mix in in Panther, Black Panther. It just didn't connect for me. Especially Killmonger is like right. song. It just didn't do it. But every single track in Spider Man hit, especially Sunflower, dude. I will put that song on repeat and just chill. I love well, that song. Yeah, and it just yes, it just I mix, love that song. It mixes so well with the visuals. Like, yes. like it's New York City, obviously, but there's lots of graffiti. There, like, there's a lot. The, the, a lot of the movie was based around graffiti, and so it's yeah. just like that whole hip hop vibe. Well, because they but interact they, with the music in the movie, like when Miles has the headphones on, yeah, and he's exactly. interacting with the music. Yep, and that's where like, it gets oh, him to man, calm down. It's that's so where great. It gets him just to let go. Yes, I love it. The music and stuff. Oh, it was really good. Mm. It was good stuff. Yep. Uh, next, we have Chris. Christopheles. Hearts Beat Loud. I will remember that. 
Yep. And uh, none of you guys have seen this movie. So nope. This I, I watched it. Oh, did you? Yeah. How was I it? Loved it. it oh, so I really good. want to see it. I'm gonna watch it. So good. It's, uh, so, so Jake knows, and I think that the main. I, I could play it. I don't know if we really want to do that though. Um, but the main song, "Hearts Beat Loud." Um, the girl sings it. She's a singer, actress. But Nick Offerman actually played the instruments for the movie too. What a cool guy. Um, yeah, and it's it's just a touching, heartwarming movie. And uh, I oh yeah, this is one where the father and the daughter are in yeah, a band. Yeah, they start a band. And that makes sense. The movie is interesting because she has a story that's super interesting. She has a story that's super interesting, um, and so does he. But they tell a story between two interesting things happened between her going to college. And so for a summer, for three months, they start a band on accident. And what, this is one of the songs that they write. Um, the reason why I chose it, though, and this is, this is an uphill battle for me, so I'll just say it. I think that Bohemian Rhapsody has the best music, obviously. But that that music wasn't written for that movie, so right. it's not really like an original score. That's fair. Oh. And Spider Verse, a lot of those songs was written for that movie, but mm-hmm. a lot of them weren't. Like there's Jaden Smith is on right. that that album. But so. it's surprisingly good. Yeah, I know it's really good. Um, but that, that ultimately that's why I went with my choice because it was written for this movie. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you can tell it has a lot of heart. It's yeah. I and mean Nick, Nick Offerman. That's Nick Offerman like strumming it. the bass right now. Yeah. So something I think about this um, interesting about all three of all all three of the movies that were picked was all three of them are movies where music is part of the core of yeah. the movie, like literally Bohemian Rhapsody and Hearts Beat Loud is written around music, yeah. but Spider Man. The music in Spider-Man is just as big a part as the visuals or mm-hmm. the the villain or the, the style. In that movie is so important. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The style is extreme, and the music is is fifty percent of the style. Yeah, it would. So, the movie would fall flat without the music. Exactly, yeah, and that's why I think it's super interesting about all three of these picks is that mm-hmm. they're all like music is such a massive part of each of these movies it's really hard to pick i'm trying to think like i know there wasn't like a particular score that stood out to me this year like there was no um inception score this year yeah it was pretty hard for me too i mean like i almost felt bad picking bohemian rhapsody because i felt it was a cop-out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but there wasn't any other movies where i was like (laughs) no i whatever like i'm just joking i i had it on there for a while I, I think I had it on there until I saw Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that, that's that's the thing is I don't, I can't recall any other movies. Yeah, there really wasn't did. like a score that really stood out to right, me. But right. the music that was made for some of these movies this year was really good. Yeah. So when we're talking, when we're going to vote which one was the weakest, I'm going to pick my own in Bohemian Rhapsody for the reason that Chris said that the music wasn't written for the movie it's a movie that was written around the music okay. I, was, I was going to agree with you i like queen music outside of seeing the movie i didn't have to see the movie to have a connection exactly. with the with the music mm-hmm. whereas i haven't seen hearts beat loud i really do want to see it but in spider-man the music really carried the movie forward and so that's why bohemian rhapsody would be my week my choice for weakest as well so for me um i'm gonna choose Heartbeats Loud as the weakest because I didn't see Heartbeat Loud and I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody. So the one that I know the music for <laughs> is Bohemian Rhapsody. So I've heard that music. Well, thanks for explaining because that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so 
I like Queen's music better than I like the music from Hearts Be Loud. That's why I picked it. But But, But as far as like the movie... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Troy? Yeah, I'm having a really hard time in this one. Um, I think I'm just going to have to vote against... Uh, shoot, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking this whole time, you guys, and you finally had to come around to me, and I still don't know. Three, two, one, go. Um, go. Heartbeat go. loud. Chris? Um, I, I think I have to go with Bohemian Rhapsody for what Jake said. The... Uh, like okay. the, the movie's obvious. The music's obviously the best, but it's so now we have a little a bit of a conundrum. Dual we have a dual, picking, yeah. dual loser. Whose hearts beat loud? So did you Chris, hate the most? J- uh, Jake and I are gonna uh, confer. <laughs> right, the winner. That's why I picked. I was gonna pick hearts beat loud. We have a tie, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Who the Damn it! I can never win. <laughs> we have a tie. This is the category. I wouldn't have thought this Um Spider Man because of what Scott said. <laughs> I hate you all with <laughs> because the, of what Scott said. With the, I, just, I just got that. With the fire of a thousand burning suns. That is the heat of my hatred toward all of you. Ugh. So we have a tie between uh, Spider-Man and Hearts Be Loud, which I think is entirely appropriate because having seen both of them, I think... It would be very, very hard. Well, I obviously didn't pick between them. I picked my own. That's the weakest. So yeah. So I let's let's. All right. So we have a tie. Should we? There's five of us. Should we just do a quick vote on? on I think a tie is fine. A tie. Is I fine. think a tie is fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There have been dual winners in okay. Academy Awards. That's fair. And like That's that. fair. Okay. When am I gonna get a break? <laughs> you just got one. You got a double win. Next. I didn't win. Scott won. <laughs> he sure to win. Every win you had so far though has been shared. This that's like one win now. I got a whole win now. You got a whole win. Now. All right, I got a whole you win. Got two halves of you a win. Two halves, <laughs> yeah. Uh, our next one is Scotty's uh, topic of the biggest bummer of the year. Bummer. So bummer being something that you were looking forward to and then it disappointed, and it was a bummer. Um, and Troy's pick for biggest bummer was Ralph breaks the internet. So tell us about that, Troy. Ralph breaks the internet. So obviously, Ralph Wreck It Ralph is was such a great show, and, and that's the thing. That's the hard thing is because you're dealing with a sequel, and then there, there's already a lot of hype and a lot of excitement for sequels usually. But uh, Wreck It Ralph, the first one, had so much magic to it. I mean, even just the story itself was so intertwined into video game and video game lore and characters and everything that was just anybody who plays video games i mean how could you not love it right mm-hmm. ralph breaks the internet felt like a and this is funny saying coming from a disney movie is felt like a cheap knockoff of emoji movie Eesh. yeah we talked I mean, about that before and and, and yeah. i'll say this ralph breaks the internet it, so i would know but ralph breaks the internet was funny bad. there were there were a lot of funny mo- funny jokes and things and john c riley does a great job sarah silverman does a great job she sings a song in it that's really funny there's a lot of humor to the to the movie that's really good but overall the movie was really disappointing for me Hmm. We had a, a halfway hmm. mark show earlier this year where we all said what we're excited for at the end of the year. They are now all on this list. All the That's true. true. That's fair. Wow. All right. So Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Oh wow. 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 Okay. Stop wow. it. Stop it. <laughs> I've said wow like thirty times. Stop. <laughs> 
All right, so Chris's real pick mm-hmm. is Fantastic Beasts. Yep. Numero wow. dos. Um, wow. This is, uh, this is a personal choice for me. Um, I'd hope so. Yeah, because I, I don't think that anyone here really um, feels the same way. Um, but as you guys know, I saw nope. this movie and it made me so sick to my stomach that I had to leave. What did, you, of, what did you eat the night before? I don't remember. <laughs> it, it, like was, it. it was the week old Thai food that did that to you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was um, the 30 wings. But that, that movie just that made was me, me so sick. But the when I left the movie. Well, yes. What made what about it made you sick? Just like the way that it was shot, like the I got really bad motion sickness. Okay, I, I don't usually get motion sickness. Okay, so it wasn't no, like I'm the glad story because I sat, I make it sound like it made me. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. okay, but the the motion sickness and the way that it was shot, and I I don't know the first thing about making a movie, but I've seen enough to know when I feel like something's kind of amateur, and some parts of those movies just felt really amateur to me. Um, the the opening chariot chase and then like the the letter flying all in the same perspective, it just really got to my stomach and it made me really sick. But when I left, I didn't even know exactly. Like I, I was there for an hour and I was like, what what was the story so far? Like I couldn't even tell you what that movie was about. I saw half of it, so it just it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So that's all. I just wanted to acknowledge just the how. How excited I was for it uh, ultimately is what made me pick it because I was disappointed. Yeah, and that, that's the point that's of the category. Fair. Thank you, Chris. Because I like the first one. <clears throat> and you just reminded me of a Dwight quote where he's asked, do you know anything about film? I know everything about film. I've seen over 200 of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jake's Pacific Rim, comma, upright. No, colon, uprising. Colon. <laughs> Pacific Rim, uh, so yeah, it's a bad it movie. Bad, it's a bad movie, and it was bad from the beginning. And like, I've seen it, better Transformer movies. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's, let me let me ask you this then. Go, you said it, so. It's, we're talking about the biggest bummer. So you actually went into it with a lot of expectations. Okay, so this is this is where this this pick is really weird for me because. I didn't think the first movie was a good movie. I thought it was one of the, it was that Pacific Rim Entertainment. The, the first one, it was one of the funnest movies of the year to watch that year. It was extremely exciting. It was fun, and it was. But this one, I, that's what I was expecting. Was just what my what Reese said. Mindless entertainment, it, and I don't know how you can screw that up with giant robots fighting giant. Monsters like it would. It's really hard to screw up. I think you can screw it up. Jaegers by adding, and J- John Boyega. Yeah, I don't think he's a good actor. I, I think just, John Boyega is don't. a fine. <clears throat> I think he's a fine actor. Um, but I think that the way they use Charlie Day in it, mm. he <clears throat> his oh, character jump the shark about that. Jump the shark so bad with that Charlie was Day. Awful. It was really bad. Um, but then, like, the action scenes were not as fun as the first one. And I don't know if it was just because You'd in the first before. one, yeah, the novelty of the first one. And then the second one was just, oh, okay, you're just going to do the same old thing over again. Um, but I came out of that movie with such a sour taste in my mouth. I couldn't. Uh, and I was so excited because I was excited for this upbeat exciting movie i went to it with chris and his kids and i was like oh kids are here they're gonna have fun it's gonna be a great time and then it wasn't 
I actively disliked the first one, so I was not even considering so seeing this it. Is, I love it, the first it's one. It's kind of a... It's kind, Guillermo del Toro duty, those visuals are off the charts. Of a, it was kind of a... It, it was before you were around, Reese, but it's kind of a sore spot. Chris and I didn't speak to each other for months after arguing about whether or not the first one was good or not. <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry to rehash. I I, I, I came around. I came around on my opinion of the movie. I still think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's a good movie, but it was one of the funnest movies of the year. Uh. But not the second one. The second one was a bummer. Right on. Bummer. Okay. Next nominee is Reese with Jurassic World. What? A- Show. <laughs> Sorry, Troy. <laughs> it's, it is rough. It is so bad. Like even the 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 first reiteration with Chris Pratt was not really great. I, I still liked it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't Jurassic Park. You know, mm. it's not even close. No. I mean, none of them no, have yeah. been. But, like, I know Jurassic Park is Scotty's favorite movie of all time, right? And so, that's uh, Jurassic Park is amazing, and you're going into it expecting some of that magic. You're expecting all of the other Jurassic Parks have had some of that. Right, right. This one had none of that for so, me. So, it, I, need to, uh, I need to interject here if that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, <clears throat> you and Chris, and I even think Jake, in one of our previous episodes, talked about how bad this movie was. Yeah. So I finally watched it, going into it, uh-huh. thinking, expecting it to be a bad movie. Uh, or, you know, one of the worst movies. Yeah. And it wasn't, to me, it wasn't as bad as what you guys said. And mainly because of expectations. You know, we've had this conversation about expe- expectations for really yeah. good movies, and they're not as good. At, they didn't meet the expectations. This is one of those for me that didn't meet that low expectation. It could be that. Or it could be that you also like the Batman and Superman movies. <laughs> he convinced himself that it really liked it. <laughs> Every morning you look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> he buys a shirt. Batman versus Superman was a good movie. How how long have you been sitting on that? <laughs> For about the thirty seconds, as soon as you started to interject, I knew exactly what I was gonna oh say. Oh, We're gonna come up with like a stinker award and put a picture of the DVD of Batman versus Superman in boxer shorts. I had to say it, Troy. Hey, no, it's fine. It's fine. I get it. I don't have an argument. That's the thing. I'm not going to argue your point. Um, but when you're talking about expectations, yeah, that was my whole point. Expectations. No, I think I think that probably plays something into it because sometimes I think often if you go in with too high of expectations, you are disappointed. That's the name of the you game know, with, with almost category. anything, right? The name of the game with this category is yes. expectations. Yes, and whether or not they've been met and how poorly mm-hmm. they've been met. Jurassic World was actively bad in my opinion. It felt like someone was trying to make a bad movie. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> it felt like, like a to me. Huge budget too. Yes. Maybe it was more like there was 30 people trying to make a good movie and it came yeah. out bad. Maybe like the five know. of us trying to make a good was, podcast. Oh my gosh, it was so hard. But it to comes watch. out amazing. <laughs> Biggest bummer, Cold Bow Podcast. <laughs> like and subscribe, please. Yeah. Jurassic World was so actively bad. Like it was it was unforgivable the movie that they released and that I luckily it was my movie pass. <laughs> but <laughs> I would have been pissed if I'd actually yeah. spent money on a singular movie that was that bad. It was so bad I didn't even see it. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, Scott. Okay, mine is Venom, and not necessarily because I didn't like the movie. I really enjoyed being in the theater, um, watching it. It was it was 
It was a serviceable movie, um, but it serviced him well. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> um, but uh, compared to all the other movies I saw, it was the biggest letdown. Yeah. Um, like c- compared to any other super superhero movie, comic book movie, um, it was definitely the worst. Every superhero movie that, that came out this year, that was by far the worst one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by far. Um, I, I mentioned this. Except I haven't seen Aquaman, so I can't really Oh, say that's that. right. I haven't seen it yet. Either. But I, everything I've heard, yeah. Venom's worse. Well, I, I mentioned this to you and, and Jake earlier that the movie itself, I enjoyed quite a lot when I saw it, but I, I could recognize that it was not a good movie. Um, but I tried to rewatch it. And it's unwatchable the second time. Like, once you've seen it, like, I could not. I got, like, maybe 30 minutes in, and I was like, but I can't. That's before Venom even shows up, too. Yeah, I can't even do this. This is not This is not a good movie. Yeah, a, a bad villain. Um, yeah. Like, I think a setback movie villains. Always. I, I agree. It, it's, like, with all the progress that, like, movie Yeah, it, it's just, like, the, the most, like, cookie-cutter thing on my planet i'm like you i'm kind of a loser <laughs> oh so bad oh my gosh like you i too am a loser <laughs> oh get in the rocket some of the worst dialogue i've ever yeah. known for a movie so bad yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, it's yeah. it's just like super just reaching for the 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 average watcher they think is watching like oh i see myself as the loser i i think that Venom has the absolute worst after credit scenes for a superhero movie oh, ever made. So bad, ever made. Also, Tom, uh, I, Tom listen. I believe a sequel's been officially announced. Who, do, who doesn't like watching Tom Hardy make out with Venom? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we vote for the worst. The worst. The worst of the worst. That was quick, Chris. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> Fantastic Beasts has one. Uh, yeah, Fantastic 100% Beasts. Fantastic does, Beasts. Does not I love that movie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Jurassic World. I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue that Chris didn't like it. I'm not going to try and get him on the on the that's, right side because he had a different reaction. Ultimately, it comes down to expectations, right? So mine, but mine's I, a, I'm I do disagree. Struggling between Ralph Breaks the Internet and Fantastic Beasts. But Which it doesn't really matter, so I'm just going to go with Fantastic Beasts. Oh, jeez. Sorry, Christopher. What was um, your vote, Chris? What was my vote? I need you guys to, to give me 10-second <coughs> spiels here. No, no, no. Oh, oh, what, was, what was your vote for the worst? For what didn't... The weakest. The worst like, choice. What, what didn't belong? Um, I don't think that... I would probably say Venom, even though I really didn't like it. I don't think... I, I wasn't disappointed. I, I kind of expected it to be oh. even from the first trailer I was like that's not going to be good I do remember you saying that yeah. when we were talking about the trailer you were like it's not going to be that great alright so my my spiel on Ralph Breaks the Internet and why you should vote for that one is the best is the worst the way or sorry yeah, yeah the best <laughs> the best bummer um, the way that movie portrayed Ralph as just this um, selfish no not selfish uh, what's uh, in, insecure insecure huh. You know, he's insecure about his friend and everything. Like, rub me the wrong way, and then that giant Ralph monster was just terrible. Um, I'm gonna say, um, when you take such a beloved movie as Jurassic Park, <coughs> which I think we can all agree it's in the pantheon of greatest movies of all time in the history of all cinema, and when you make something so 
just such an abomination with the same premises. I mean, it's unforgivable. Like, it's such a terrible movie. You just can't forgive it. I would say, okay, think about how you felt walking out of Pacific Rim Mm -hmm. and think about how you felt coming out of Pacific Rim Uprising. That's all you need to think about. Okay. I'm just going to say Venom bad (laughs) because you're not going to listen. Venom bad? I've listened. Here, this is what I'm going to say is I didn't really have, like, a clear cut winner because I, I i wanted to pick fantastic beasts because it was a bummer to me and i wanted to i felt like it and deserved I, that's a conversation mm-hmm. um but i will say this as i'm choosing right now between uh, i'm choosing right now between wreck it ralph and jurassic world and <laughs> i think your argument was so bad <laughs> just barely <laughs> he's pointing at that, troy that i troy <laughs> they're like think about the the mouth monster like that that's not really that's not really doing it for me. So I'm going to have to go with Jurassic World. <laughs> That's um, fine. I got a full win! I used to full. This is a journal entry for sure. Yes. That no. Jurassic World was easily the worst movie I saw all year. The one that the one Agreed. that kind of bummed me out the most was Wreck-It Ralph. But Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World... I that movie is an times. abortion. It I've is said so this multiple so times. I left... I pooped. I came back when it was over, and I was completely fine with missing the ending of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that so, one was bad. So that that kind of bummed me out. As bad as Pacific Rim was, I think the Jurassic World is probably the biggest You guys, I have chills all over my body right now. <laughs> I actually won one. All go. right. Congratulations. Folks, we have our final category of the day. Drum roll, please. For part part one of the Cold Bow Awards. Best video game of the year. Holy Chris, smokes. Yeah, so this is a surprise, right? Like, most of the stuff we've been focusing on is movies. But uh, I think the, the specifics of this certain category is this is the best video game of 2018. If, if plans all go accordingly, we're going to have a video game award show on our Cold Bow Arcade podcast. Hopefully you guys can all join us there i hope if you don't i'll come do it at your house so you're gonna be (laughs) gross um but we're gonna do we only have uh three three cat for three topics for this category um three entries three entries nominees three nominees thank you (laughs) let's think of another acronym not acronym What am I thinking? Synonym. Reese not English good. Let's think of another Reese synonym. Reese like Hitler good. <laughs> All right. So our uh, we've got, first up, we got God of War. I believe Jake, Reese, and Scott all picked that. So the si, floor is yours, you three. Okay. So we talked about God of War plenty already. We talked mm-hmm. about uh kratos how great of a hero he is we talked about atreus and his when he when he tried to rage um but it's there's so many great moments Mm -hmm. in this game the mo like right after they he gets atreus to Freya's house, he has to go back and get his blades. Yeah. And that moment, so he's dope. walking back. Spoiler and goes, alert, by the way. He goes late, back. But... He goes back and he gets those blades. But it's a boat like, ride before it, too. The boat ride. Where he's a, a still, a still shot on his face in complete 
like thinking, and, and that's when oh. that's when Athena shows. And up. Athena yeah. shows the first time they even acknowledge Greek mythology because yeah. you're like, is this like a reboot? Like this doesn't really make any sense. You're like, oh no, he left them. Yeah, he traveled like, north. He traveled elsewhere. They still exist in this world. Yeah, you know that was just <sighs> such a cool moment. It really, and, and, and honestly, like what what. <clears throat> Like the most obvious thing that makes this so awesome is battling against Norse mythology. It's amazing, right? Dude. And their take on Norse mythology is so awesome. So like cool. Thor as the bad guy, he's yeah. like this gluttonous, like he's sense, a little though, overweight. And every god of war warmonger. game, you fight gods. Like yes. he, ha- he hates gods. He does not want Atreus to be a god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the and and the characters like Balder. The character of Balder, the character of Freya, uh, Magni and Modi, those two, and the way they fight together. And the dwarves. The way and they and the, head. The, oh my gosh. The, 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 the yeah. head. Uh, yeah, I love how these really refer to his head. <laughs> Silence head. Mamir. Uh, and the, boy. Boy. <laughs> no, it's... it's um, boy. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Um, the, the, the characters are so rich and they're so great. Uh, even uh, the... Jormungandr the snake yeah like he's got a character and a personality of his own like there's just so many great moments and we're not even getting into some of these moments that are I just think the thing that that carried the most weight for me about this game was that I was actively looking for people to talk to about it 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 had it had this this awe and wonder in playing this video game where you're having this reaction where you're literally just taken aback by what you're seeing because it's visually you've never seen anything like it mm-hmm. you've never played a game like it you've played i've played all the other god god of war games <clears throat> but i never played a game like this no i never had this kind of a reaction with a video game before dude there's there's been games where like after the game, I like spend hours on YouTube just watching videos about it. This one, I spent weeks on YouTube, <laughs> yeah, watching well, like hours of interviews with Corey Barlog, this, the the director of the game, just hours and hours and of stuff. How about it. how absolutely like different? Like we said, it's so different because I I I have always said that uncharted the uncharted games are the most cinematic games I've ever seen. Not anymore. And this game. Outpace them by a long shot. Yeah, out it's, naughty dog, naughty dog. Seriously, it is so uh, the 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 cinema cinema cinematic nature of this game. The fact like re, Chris was talking about earlier, it's one shot. Yeah, it's a one shot through the entire game. You never it never cuts. You never. And on top of that, there's uh, the AI of the boy of Atreus running around fighting with you. Like the fact that you, you like. You hardly you, ever see him jump from one point to another. It's like amazing video game. Make, like the programming behind Atreus is yeah. insane. I yeah. this is how good it was. I don't have a PlayStation Four. <laughs> I played half of the game at my buddy Kyle's house. I stayed there. Thanks, until, Kyle. Yep. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. I played it from Thanks like for putting out in high school. <laughs> I played it from like eight p.m. to four a.m. and then just stayed the rest of the night. I have three children and a wife at home, <laughs> and I just stayed the rest of the night and went to work the next day, and then I came back that weekend and did the exact same thing so I could finish it. And it's so good 
that he sat there with me. He'd already played it and beat it, and he enjoyed the heck out of just watching me play it, watching my reactions to it. That's how good this game was. You want to know what's funny about that is Chris and I, when we were playing it, we were Chris and I were at the exact same point mm-hmm. of in the game as we were playing through and we went to um we went and visit we went to a cabin up in bear lake up in bear lake is in northern utah border of idaho anyway we went to this cabin in bear lake and we both we both brought our playstations <laughs> separately so that we could hook them up to the tv so that we could both play the game because chris would play and he would get ahead a little bit, and then he would sit and watch me play. And I wouldn't watch him play because I didn't want to see what was going on. And then I would come up and play, and he would watch. He like he would watch me play to see my reactions. And then he would leave, and I would play on. And then he would come back and play, and I would watch it. And we did that like how you watch every day. you watch me beat the game. You came over and you said, "Sit down, you're beating the game." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. After we got home, after I beat the game, the, the reveal was. The, we don't have to say the reveal at the end. It's a good reveal. Oh my goodness. The slow reveal and yeah. it's a slow burn. And then one as soon as he said it, it, it was like oh, it's still kinda hard explode. to translate, but it doesn't matter because it will eventually. Oh so it's, it's yeah, cool. I'm excited for more uh, yeah, we, more God of War. We we uh spent a long time on this one. So well, anyway. three of us picked it, so yeah, it's true. Uh yes. God of War. I think that that is by far, in my opinion, the greatest achievement in gaming in 2018. I agree. Dare um, I say ever? Uh, I might dare, say maybe. ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, next up is my choice. Um, I chose Monster Hunter World. And the reason why I chose it is it's not the most cinematic game. Um, it's, but it's pretty cinematic. It's, it it I mean, can it's, be cinematic. It's gorgeous, I guess. It doesn't have the best story. Um, I didn't play it. I only saw Donkey play it on YouTube. You saw Donkey play it? Yeah. Donkey did a good job with it, dude. He did. Um, but the reason why I chose it is it's it's weird to me, too, because I am a story whore. I love story in video games, and I love story in movies. And this movie, this game, didn't really have a story that was compelling or riveting. Uh-huh. But what it did offer was a f- insanely fun time with my friends. And I'm not an online gamer. I, Troy knows that. You know that. I bought the game... Yeah. I I abhor online gaming. Yes. I can't stand it. And I bought the game to play online with you guys, and it was seriously some of the most fun I've had all year. Yeah, it's uh, the, the the loop is really good. Getting gear is really good. Each monster is super unique. The fandom around Monster Hunter is actually really nice. The people that play it are nice. It's not toxic like most. Like Call of Duty, Duty or something. yeah, it's not toxic at all. Um, the the your mom's fan not art. a whore. Mm-mm. Not this what? time, dude. Wait not till Monster game. Hunter three, and they'll be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> not this time. It, it is a it's a worldwide game too. Yeah, um, people from all over the world play it. And and to you guys' point about how you guys aren't online players, and that game is fun to play online. I'll kind of go a little bit step further and say because I am an online gamer, I like to play online with friends and you know all that. Um, that game is not fun unless you play online with friends. Yeah, I agree with that statement. But but so let's say what you just said. That's true. And discovering a new monster and, and fighting it with them. That's amazing. It's one of the best moments I've had all year. I put over 230 hours into this game. <laughs> and I don't I don't think that the hours spent on a game equates to how good it is. You know what I mean? Like, God of War could be a better game. I only played it for like eight or nine hours. But with this game in particular, whenever I'd hunt some, a monster with somebody and they got offline, I would sneak back online and hunt the same monster over and over and over. 
So the next time they got on, I had amazing new armor and everyone's like, whoa, dude, look at that armor. That's so cool. <laughs> and then you can do an emote where you like point to your armor, you're like check it out and you can like kind of show off your armor. So there's lots of laughs, lots of fun to be had. Solid gameplay, gorgeous, gorgeous game. And it, monsters were super. And unique now they're and coming out with things like they have like Assassin's. Yeah, there's Assassin's uh, Creed in it. Assassin's Creed. They, they'll let you dress up as the Assassin's Creed. Uh, they're doing it with. What else? You can play as Aloy from um, Aloy from yeah Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero you can Dawn. play as Dante from Devil May Cry. You can fight Final Fantasy monsters like I just fought a Chocobo. They so, just they just came out with a new one though, a new skin that you can be Spider Man character. <laughs> that has to be it. That has to be it. If it's Spider Man, Chris will hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like they they still are supporting that game, and I bought the game once. And that's it. I haven't had to pay for any of this new stuff. That's awesome. That is awesome. That's way cool. So I, I really just adore this game. And it's a fun game. And you have a little cat follows you around everywhere, like a palico, and he helps you. It's and the most it, Japanese part of the whole. It's game. the most so adorable weird. thing to have your little palico like. Like there, there's been memes and comic strips of like the palico like pumping himself up before a hunt, and it's what? like it's like I may die, and I, I may I may die and I may not make it, but I have to do this for oh. my for my meowster, and then, <laughs> and then he and then he saves your life because that's the whole point of him is he he heals you if you're hurt. Yes. Um, oh, Geralt. They're bringing. They're bringing. Oh, they Geralt. are cool. They're bringing Geralt into <laughs> that's Monster Hunter. Way better than Spider Man. Yeah. Geralt. Huh. Huh. What? Is it the Henry Cavill Geralt? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my pick. Uh, next. Last. Sorry, Troy, did you have something? You, I cut you off like three times. No, no uh, somebody mentioned something about it being Japanese. It, it is a Japanese game. And, it's Capcom, right? Uh, it's Capcom. Yeah, and that's what's fun. I, I think one of the fun things about it is because like uh, just all of the uh, emotes, the... the um, Expressions, all the, that stuff. The meowscular it, it, chef that cooks yeah, your food, and and yeah. it's and it's fun and the super hot handler. Some of the most beautiful food um, you've ever seen. <laughs> I know. So weird. I watch a video game food. And I'm like, it's I'm the hungry. weirdest game, but it's so fun. <laughs> no, oh. that's all, that's what I was gonna say. Is is the is the Japanese um, style and um, you know uh, culture is very present in the game, but it it's really really good too in that aspect. It, it reminds me of anime, um, in a lot of good ways. In the, in the good ways. And I, I know I already moved on, but I forgot to say that some of the, the most fondest memories I have of this game is going on a hunt with my friends. And then afterwards, we go up to a tavern in the, in the game <laughs> and we arm wrestle and we drink beer until we pass out on the floor. And then we go, good game, guys. And we're all laughing and we turn it off. It was always like a nice way to end It was the weirdest it. thing yeah. to, to, to drink fake beer with Jose and Wilbur. <laughs> and, and then, then arm, arm wrestle. wrestle each other and then pass out on the floor. It really was the weirdest I, thing. I would just it. like smile all night just thinking about like that was a great hunt. Yep. Good stuff. And uh, Troy, you are last but not least with your choice of... Sir? My choice is Red Dead Redemption 2. Dose. Um, and I, I have a feeling I'm going to be, um, uh, this is going to be an uphill battle for me. Um, <laughs> but uh, who who hasn't played Red Dead 2? Me. Okay. <clears throat> so Reese and Scott both raised their hands. If, uh, if yeah, you sorry, want. That was bad radio. <laughs> I said me pretty far away from the mic. I so. didn't say anything. I just raised my hand. Um, so if you want to get an in-depth, uh, you know, thorough back and forth 
hated it, loved it uh, discussion about Red Dead Redemption 2. Listen to uh, our Cold Bow Arcade episode. Um, I believe it's the first one, isn't it? The second one. Second one. Anyway, our Cold Bow uh, Arcade episode, um, and we discuss Red Dead Redemption 2 in le- at length because Chris hated it. I loved it. Uh, Red Dead 2 is one of the most gorgeous games to have been to have ever been made. And it's hard because it's one of the most realistic games too, because you look at a game like Monster Hunter or um, God of War and they created their own worlds. And you're right, because you can make fantasy and fantasy can look amazing. Yeah. But making photo realism where it just looks like you went out in the forest, yes. you're like, it's not going to, I mean, I guess it depends on the person, but it's not going to like blow your hair back with okay. like, well, there's a floating mountains. I'm going to, I'm going to try not to talk spoilers here because I know I think Jake is still playing the game. Still playing. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk too many spoilers here, but Arthur's story arc, Arthur Morgan is the main character of the game. His story arc is extremely satisfying. Extremely satisfying. And I feel bad because I don't feel like I'm giving it justice because I'm avoiding spoilers for Jake's sake. But his story arc and his redemption because the game is called Red Dead Redemption, is extremely satisfying. And some of the things in the game that people criticize, like the no fast travel, like taking care of your horse, like making sure that you eat, all has a point to the game. And it might not be a huge point, or it might be a huge point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it, but it has a point. And that's the thing is, it is, is a lot of people thought that Red, or that Rockstar was, was doing these little things so that, that they could, uh, you know, just another thing to add to the game, but it had a point and that's uh like i said i know it's an uphill battle but that's where i'm gonna leave it so i i played the first one and i, I really really liked the first yes, one quite too. a lot um i haven't played the second one and the the main thing for me is it just there's no draw to it for me for some reason like i guess just in comparing comparing it to god of war i actively went out and tried to play it when I didn't even have the system, yeah. and I, I I have like Red zero draw. What was God of War? God of oh, God of War. War. Sorry, I have no desire to go and stay at Jake's house until four in the morning to play Red Dead Two. I'm not You'd saying that, that I that don't like want to play it. Seventeen weekends I, in a row. I just don't have the same desire or drive to to, to to play it. I can relate to that. When I when I first started the game, I was a little reluctant to play as Arthur Morgan. Just because I valued and loved the John Marston story with Red Dead One mm-hmm. so much, but honestly, Arthur Morgan's storyline to me is better than John. Is Marston's. he a better character than? To me, yes. Okay. To me, yes. Now, that, I don't want to discredit John Marston at all because that story, Red Dead One, is fantastic, and Red Dead Two brings you right up to Red Dead One, right up to it, and uh, and it, it's. So I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna play there, it. There, there so I, I haven't played it. Um, I don't think I will, but um, I from what I hear and what I gather, I, I feel like its best quality or sorry, its best quality is also its worst quality in um, in how ultra realistic it is in in some moments. It you feel like it should be just as realistic in others when it's not. If that makes sense, yeah, um, sure. Like, and that goes too far. It goes too far in in some cases, but then. In other places where you want it to be more realistic, it's it's not it's it's a lot more like guided um, missions and stuff like that. Sure. And and that, that's just what I've seen on like YouTube and what I've heard. But um, yeah. So so I think it's um, its biggest fault was also also its biggest compliment. So I am halfway through the game, 
and I am firmly in the camp of I love this game. It is so much fun. I am having oh, so I, I love I just keep just, wait till you keep going man. <laughs> I think I think the gameplay in it, I think the gameplay is fun. I enjoy the the story so far. I've loved it so far. There's things that I don't like the no fast travel. I can't fathom why they wouldn't have that. Um there's things like your horse runs into rocks and it falls over and like you're <laughs> you're in a shootout and so you're riding your horse and you're turned back and you're shooting people behind you and then suddenly your character's flying through the air because your horse hit a tree <laughs> and now you're flying like similar to rock like uh, <clears throat> what's the other one grand theft auto when you're on a motorcycle same thing yeah, happens. It, it is so frustrating Except in Grand Theft Auto, your motorcycle isn't a living creature that would have AI enough to <laughs> avoid running directly into a tree. But <coughs> for all its faults, I think that the that everything else good about it more than makes up for it, makes it an extremely fun game. And Chris said earlier he's a story guy. He's all about the story and that... It's kind of how I am with video games. It's why I had to give up FPS games and stuff like that. Um, but this, and I feel like this this game, the story really has been what has glued me to to the game. Let me say this one more back. time. So, Red Dead's um, Red Dead's online game. It's still in beta mode, and it's it's it needs a lot of work. Okay. Um, but Red Dead itself was so good that my wife and I went out and bought another Xbox. And another copy of Red Dead, so that we could play together at the same time. Hmm. That makes three copies purchased. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> I'm not even mad. Wow. 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 Okay. So, shall we start voting on who is the weakest? Man, uh, this is a hard one. I'll start. I'm going to vote. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to vote Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, I think I have to. Just because the story thing, I have to vote for. Uh, this is where I'm, I'm, I'm stuck, man. Because, like, obviously I'm not going to vote for God of War. Right. <laughs> but I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2, but I can't, I can't fault the fact that from what I've seen, it may be one of the most beautiful games ever made. Right from what I can see visually, um, I I really liked playing Monster Hunter World with my friends. But Troy mentioned earlier, playing it alone sucked. (laughs) It was not a game I wanted to play by myself. Um, So I'm I'm stuck, man. I don't know what. What's your vote, uh, Scott? And we'll come back to Reese. So um, my vote is I haven't played either of them. So my vote I've decided my vote will be which one I will likely play first um i don't honestly see myself playing red dead redemption 2 i haven't played the first one and it's just such a freaking commitment it is a huge time so i'm gonna have to go with red dead redemption see and i'm gonna use the same criteria and well similar criteria the game that i would see myself playing alone would be red dead redemption 2 and i can't so i'm gonna vote monster hunter that makes me the loser and what you, would you, your vote be? You'd, Red Dead, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So that's two for Red Dead, three for Monster Hunter. So Chris? All right, Chris gets to pick. Uh, I all wonder right, what I, it's going to be. I <laughs> really, really, though, because I, you guys all know, even my listeners know, I didn't like Red Dead. Right, yeah. I, I acknowledge that game as a masterpiece. I'm not going to take that back. 
So I'm going to base this purely off the guy, the argument that you guys present to me right now. So let's hear it. I mean, I guess so. Jake and I are the only ones that have played it, and um, <laughs> it's it's funny because I feel like we've already argued this before, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't take anything away from God of War um, because God of War, like, in my opinion, if somebody gives the game of the year to God of War or the game of the year to Red Dead Redemption 2, they're right either way. So uh, it's um, honestly, all I'm going to come back to is is the story arc behind Arthur Morgan is is so good. Like there were there were moments in that game that as far as emotional emotion and as far as like impact that made me tear up that made me really really feel emotion i would say god of war and red dead redemption 2 is about equal for me and that should be saying something because every one of us have talked about how god of war made us emotional as fathers as you know just emotional red dead red dead redemption 2 is on that same level for me so i'm hoping that should at least tell you in some aspect the meaning of that game for me Okay. Close Dude. your eyes <laughs> and imagine that first fight with Balder when you punch a guy through a mountain and then yeah. pick up a tree and use it as a baseball and bat. Then, and then hold R2. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was, I was just going to say, like, you have two games in front of you. Which one are you going to play? Yeah. Red Dead 2 or God of War? I mean, yeah. Dude, I, that's all I got to say is hold R2. Cut the guy in half. Hit. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, here's here's what I'm gonna say because I I did not like Red Dead Two at all, at all, at all. But there is a story there that I wish that I can be a part of, experience, experience. But the the playing of the game was was a little too much for me. It, it was the it was the wall in front of me that I had to get around to enjoy that enjoy that story. But ha- knowing for a fact that Troy has already played God of War and seemingly liked it just as much as the rest of us and still saying that Red Dead is a better game is very telling to me. So I'm going to give it to Troy. Oh, Are you wild. kidding or me? What is happening here? <laughs> he did it for the clicks. Troy made a very impassioned <laughs> argument and you guys said press R2. I said that. Okay. What did they say? He, he said the fight with Balder, which is amazing. Listen, the fight with we, Balder you is You heard us talk about it earlier, but whatever. Listen, I, listen, fine. Well, listen, I feel like I didn't have to argue as much because we literally spent like a half hour right. this episode. Here's, yeah. all here's what I'll say, too. Sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you no, off. But when I, I did a review of this game, God of War, with Jake earlier in the year, and I said, everybody's saying this game is perfect. I'm waiting for it to get perfect. To me, it was not I probably like the least out of everyone here. And I and I, I kind of like that game. But I don't see myself going back to it anytime soon. Playing it again. Uh, okay. And you quit playing Red Dead, so... I, I will I will agree with that. I, I don't see myself turning on Garbage. God of War uh, again either. But here's, here's what I'm going to say is that... Um, like I said before, with my with my I guess my convincing argument, Red Dead Redemption, God of War, Game of the Year, yes, like that's really what it comes down to. Like if God of War would have won, I, I completely agree. Red Dead Redemption two winning, completely agree. Like that's the thing is is both those games were fantastic to me. So um, I am just as surprised as you guys. It's Red Dead Redemption two with an asterisk next to it. <laughs> no, I mean we, we yeah. agreed on this format. 
Yeah. We Chris agreed on this with... format, and Chris went Chris all turned, spoiler on Chris us. turned it on its head. Uh, and he was the one that was arguing against the format. Okay, so it only makes wanna, sense that he ruined it. I want you to beat it, Jake, and then I want to have a discussion with you about <laughs> he it. He ruined okay. it. Okay, because you said you're about halfway. I imagine you're saying you're halfway through the, the Arthur the Arthur's. T- Sure. Story arc, right. yeah. So I want when you beat it, I want to have this discussion okay. with you, and I want when, you to tell me when you me, beat it, Jake. Yeah, when you beat it, tell me when you're done, please. Yeah, when I beat it, get, get back to us in three years. So Red Dead Redemption Two, I'll the official Cold Bow. It's going to be like uh, five game of the year. Thirteen. The best game of 2018. Yes, best game of 2018. Good lord. <laughs> that's, that's that's worse than Jurassic World. That is cutting off your nose to spite your face, people. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our first episode of our Cold Bow Awards. So. Thank you all for listening. Tune back in next week and get the second half of our Cold Bowl Awards. If you like hearing us bullshit with each other about all this stuff, then uh, you're going to love next week. So make sure to uh, subscribe again, like us, give us a review. Freaking give us reviews, guys. Yeah, us lots reviews. of reviews. If you like what you hear, if you like us, get on our social media, get on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, something. Let us know if there's something you want us to say you want us to talk about you and maybe we will pick your topic to be about to be what our next episode will be about so get on there like us subscribe get a comment leave a comment leave a review say something to us it, it, you DMs. Hear. Also, whatever you send us we will shout you out also so. don't yes. text me your ideas post it on my social media post this on needs to be social visible. Media. boom yes <laughs> alright and uh, if there's nothing else I do have one more thing oh. Reese Yep. I won three times. Suck it. <laughs> okay. I won twice, and that's tw- two more times than Te- I've ever won. Techni- <laughs> technically, Reese won three times. Technically, I did, yeah. So. so. <laughs> and with that huge, miserable failure, we'll leave. <laughs> Goodbye. Miserable fa- Okay. Adios. See ya. Bye. Bye.